Back again for another week at the barbershop. Playing down a man this week. We have we are without our Allen Iverson, without our Russell Westbrook, without the man who makes the show go. But we'll do the best that we can. There'll be some uh, extra shots for everybody to take today. See how the offense looks today. <laughs> What's up? I am your host, Mark Gray. Thank you for all listening in. Playersvoice.com barbershop. Joined today by my co-host. What's up, Demar Johnson? What's up? What's up? Glad to have you this week, my friend. Another heartbreaking week for you. And the hardest working, least talented, does the does the least with the most, producer in the business. A1, what's good, buddy? <laughs> Get what you pay for. Glad to be here. <laughs> Summed it up, man. You could, not, <laughs> you could not have said it any better. Right, we definitely get what we pay for in here. Um, another action-packed weekend with all kinds of just wildness going on. Uh, kind of like beginning of eras, end of eras. Pauses on errors. Now we're going to have to review some errors. Like, a lot to go on. But for the first time and maybe the last time ever, we will start this show off with female MMA. This is a, this is a first. So um, we'll just each say, go around the room, say what you take away from this event. I'll let you, and, and just in general, it doesn't, just what you take away from what perception, uh, Media perception of people of just the whole event, everything. What what, what say you, uh, Demar? Um, for me, I just felt like she got too cocky. You know, she's everywhere. You know, they call her the best female athlete in the world. She's the best ever at her sport. She's talking about beating up, you know, one of the best boxers ever in history. And you know, everything everything coming out of her mouth is, you know, is, is has been really cocky for a few years now. And I do respect, you know, what she have done. But when once you once you start to get that cocky, most of the times you get humble. Real quick. A one? Yeah, I pretty much agree. Um ever since she won the title. When she when came did she win the title? I, I wanna like say two thousand twelve. No, no, but I mean like what she's only at ten, twelve fights. Mm-hmm. So like when did she have like when was she like her third fight? Because that's no, like her, like, it was like her fifth. It was like her fifth fight, I think. Like her fifth fight, fourth or fifth? Yeah, okay, it was like so 2012. So the majority, so the majority of her career, she's had the. Um, but the thing the, is, yeah, the fights like the fights usually don't even go past a minute. Like they no, 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 they don't. But it just feels like like you look up and we would say, if I asked you, you'd be like, she's been a title holder the whole time, right? And then you look up and you'd be like, there's only 12 fights. So like I'm trying to figure out. When did she get like? Did she was born with the with the title or something? Like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like right. the sport itself has been around for a minute. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. it's like that's why I was trying to figure out. So you said it was like the third or fourth fight of her career, um, and I feel like everybody she fights, their record is like three, four fights. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, but um, I I pretty much disagree with what DJ said. Um, she got really cocky, really arrogant. Um. A lot of poor sportsmanship, in my opinion, before fights and after. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, we compare, I guess, kind of like to Floyd Mayweather. Something you were talking to me about, and um, my thing with Floyd was just that, like, after each fight, like he was always like a, a consummate professional, showed great sportsmanship, you know. But her, after she um, fought Misha Tate the second time and beat her, 
um, Misha went to shake her hand. She wouldn't shake her hand, and I'm just after like, the fight. after the fight, yeah. yeah and it's I didn't just know like, that. yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's like I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, and like when she did that, like the whole stadium just started booing her, you know. And I think that's kind of when people started to turn on her a little bit, you know. Um, but my thing is just my takeaway from this fight is you need to stay in your lane, you know. If you're good at one thing and you're really good at that, and you know somebody else is good at another thing and they're really good at that. You just show a complete lack of regard for them thinking you're going to go face somebody who's been doing something for 15 years and you're going to practice it for a few months and then go beat them at their game, you know? So my thing is just like, you need to like, maybe maybe she'll do this now, be a little more humble, um, show her opponents a little bit more respect and stay in her lane, you know, and say, well, I know if I'm like this judo master or whatever, and I know my opponent's a great boxer, I'm not going to go in and try to stand toe-to-toe with them, basically. The, um... Exactly. So to blend in with the both of you guys said, excuse me, it's kind of surprising, and I made the post on Facebook and got a large response from it, is that in one breath you hear how many people hate Floyd for being arrogant, which I fully understand, and you have every right to do that. And I can, if somebody says, I don't like Floyd, he's arrogant, I can fully understand that. But then to follow it up with, I'm a huge Ronda Rousey fan, to me is laughable. You know, I mean, she is as arrogant as anybody. And and somebody said, you know, Floyd's been um, doing this for X amount of time, so he he seems more arrogant. And I said, Floyd's arrogance to success ratio is much lower than Ronda Rousey's arrogance to success. The amount of arrogance that she has for somebody who's pretty much had 15 minutes of fame. You know, Floyd's been the best at his sport for almost two decades. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... Is he cocky? Pretty much got the resume to back it up and a reason. And here's the difference, A1, and to the people out there who are asking me about it, is that while Floyd seems cocky, and like you said in your post, is that it's it's cocky about himself, excuse me, about, it's, it's more like about outside of the ring mm-hmm. cockiness. Mm-hmm. Because if you watch Floyd's fights, Floyd's not cocky inside of the ring, mm-hmm. and, and he's actually the exact opposite. And he has you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who's more respectful mm-hmm. of his opponents. And the reason I say that is that the tag on him is he doesn't stand in there and punch anybody. That's because he respects his opponents, and he's he, fully aware that he, he acts can lose. like every fight. He acts like he knows that one punch can knock you out. Exactly. So to me, that's the that's the exact opposite of cockiness. He does not go in and say, I'm about to knock this guy's head off. This dude don't want it with me. Nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. He has so much respect for every one of his, uh, the the hugging, the defense, the da-da-da. That's because he knows that that person has the ability to knock him out. What Ronda did now, who she's not a boxer, she got so bad in thinking, like you said, I'll box with a boxer. That's that's when your confidence is completely gone out, though. You know, like, that's if Kobe Bryant and the Lakers or Phil Jackson said, what, Steph Curry wants to trade threes? <laughs> Some what we got, guys. And then be like, that guy's pretty good at shooting threes. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's, not how, that's not how it works. You know, the idea of beating somebody is taking your strength and beating them. So the idea she literally and, – and she wasn't just, like, up there being defensive boxing. She was attacking the girl. Yeah. She literally was up there standing up there trying to trade punches with a girl who – punches for a living like that's what she does and she got exactly what uh what she bargained for and um i was actually proud to see that floyd took the high road i was wondering if he was uh gonna say something but i was glad it's what it seemed like for the first time he took the uh the high road and you know said all the right things well the difference with with, with her and floyd and why a lot of people don't like floyd 
not only, you know, his cockiness and, you know, him basically, you know, being an a-hole a lot of the time is his domestic, you know, mm-hmm. violence cases where him beating women and a lot of people don't respect that and they don't like that. I mean, little stuff. I mean, him getting in trouble, I mean, him fighting with his dad, him and his dad not being friends and wanting to fight his own father and, you know, him always having, you know, strippers and throwing money and mm-hmm. putting it on camera. Like, people don't really you know, respect, you know, that side of him. And as far as his in-the-ring cockiness, he does have in-the-ring cockiness. He'll be talking to the announcers why he's in the ring and why, you but, know, he's against the ropes. But it's not the cockiness. That's fact. It's the cockiness that you're not going to hit me. It's right. not the – I'm going to outdo you at what you do. Right. It's right. not like Floyd doesn't walk in the room and be like, I'll beat anybody up in here. Right. You know what I mean? Which is the mentality that – Rousey was trying to portray yeah, yeah. almost like the Mike Tyson. I'm the baddest man in the room at all times, and I don't really give a damn who it is or yeah. how big you are or how whatever it is. Yeah. I, I'm not scared of anybody. Yeah. Whereas though Floyd, I don't think would ever do that. I think Floyd is a tactician and would be like, he's more determined to find your weakness than to, to beat you at your strength. You, right. you, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. Whereas though I'm, you get you think with Rousey would be like, if you want wrestling, I'll beat you at wrestling, I'll beat you at chess, I'll beat you at soccer, I'll beat you whatever because I'm just the baddest person on the planet. And you, when you do that type of stuff, you humbleness will find you. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. So that one, you kind of tip your hat to Floyd and, and say, "Man, Floyd's like, nah, I'm not going. I'm not going to go out here and get no slugfest with some dude mm-hmm. who's twice my size. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I'm, not, I'm not doing that." Mm-hmm. Whereas Lorondo, like, why not? Show me, show me where she's at. And, mm-hmm. I, and and I went back after she lost. I went back and typed in her name and just went look, listened to about ten or fifteen interviews. Her interviews make Floyd look humble. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you ever Do listened. Oh, yeah, her interview. I've she seen said, some interviews. Fight, she said, um, Holly, she's like, she's, she's like, I actually like this girl. So she's one of the girls. A lot of times, you know, I don't really like the people I fight. And I'm just like, after they leave, good. But she's like, after I beat her, I'm going to be like, I'm happy that she'll win a little bit of money. She can go buy a new house in New Mexico. She can go get herself Word. a New Mexico house with the money. I'm happy that she got this opportunity to get this money off of this fight. Now, how much of that do you think is them just trying to build up the sport? I think Ronda really to, believes that. I think she Dude. really believes and, and But think about it, Slim. How much do they talk about this girl? A lot. Uh, I mean, yeah. has anybody ever... We have never heard anybody say anything about her losing. They've never even entered the... I, a, a loss for her is making it to the second round. That's considered... A, you, you know what I mean? Right. So, and, and it's like, when you look at the... When, when I was watching them in chronological order, it was like... She, at first, it was just like, wow, you know, I'm kind of taken back by all this. Mm-hmm. And then now, it was like she... You know, especially after Entourage, it was just like... I'm Ronda Rousey. I'm the biggest person yeah. in the room, and and anybody, I'll kick um Kim Kardashian's ass. Down, and she had a spell on Kim Kardashian. Like, yeah. you you want to talk about beating up Kim Kardashian? What are you I talking feel like, about? I feel like a lot of that is 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 kind of a hearse, just so they can build her brand, build the sport up. I mean, Floyd doesn't need that. No, you know, I mean, Floyd is, is how Floyd. he is. I'll beat this person. I mean, there's there's been a lot of UFC is a lot of uh characters we'll say that those guys are yeah. they're, they're borderline wwf guys but, but you get those guys are crazy that's a hell of a sport you know you what gotta, i mean you got to draw attention to your sport somehow just like i I seen an interview of a young baseball player who, who's he's saying you know where everybody think it's so disrespectful he feel like the new flipping the bat thing is good for the yeah, sport yeah the, so, the, the world's guy yeah. show yeah. a little bravado yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. you know they losing they losing fans and you know if you can bring some kind of excitement to the sport by you know doing crazy stuff people are going to watch i mean i agree with that but i don't think there's any room for poor sportsmanship no you know no, like when you, hands no. before, yeah or after, or after no. yeah i mean i feel like all that. i thought floyd was a poor sport when he beat ortiz 
and he get a knockout for that. And that and that dude is that the one where he hit him when yeah, the dude twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Down, yeah, and he had to hit him twice before yeah. he could knock him out. Right. And he still didn't even really. That knock was after him the, after the dude hit. He hit butted he him. Right? Yeah, he hit butted yeah. him, and, that, and the, he was really apologetic. He tried to apologize to Floyd ten times. And then after he backed up, Floyd socked him twice. The ref wasn't even looking. <laughs> and that's a knockout on his record. I thought that was funny when it yeah, happened. Yeah, I like that. It's the only knockout on his record in the last <laughs> decade. The, um, but it, it was just when I was listening to, in, in any sport, I've never seen the dismissiveness of an opponent that she had. Like, never from anybody. And it was like, in listening to their interviews, it was always like she was an amateur I mean, like, she was a, you know, it was like their day with a pro sort of thing. Like, bring mm-hmm. your kid to work sort of day. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, after I fight her, she can go get a house and, you know, da 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 And she, and I just, That's she's funny. just dismissing the people, though. Yeah. Like, which, I mean, mind you, she was getting people out of there in nine seconds and ten seconds and nine seconds. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of that played a part, too, when you just, every time you get in the ring with somebody, you just kind of beating them very easy. Yeah, and, and she, you're going to feel like you can't be beat. But, but I, the idea, I think where she lost is when she tried to box a boxer. Yeah. I mean, and if she were to fight this girl again, I certainly hope she would come with a different game plan. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you might want to go to your weakness. Like, I, I, it literally would be the equivalent of, like I said, of of Tim Duncan or one of these guys, or LeBron for that matter, saying that he, why would I take Steph Curry on the box when I can match him, match him three pointer for three pointer, and be like, good luck with that. Good luck, dog. That's yeah. that's not what you do, and that's right. what he does. That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, before we get into football, and actually, actually, a perfect segue. Didn't even mean to do that. It's when you know you're getting better. Um, is it time? I text you about this, uh, DJ. I'm ready to give Curry the crown right off of LeBron's head. Anybody got a problem with that? Right um, now, I I I, I want to say I want to see what um a healthy um Durant and Westbrook do this year. Durant specifically, because I think Durant's still in that still in that discussion. Yeah, I, I mean, I, because I, when I, they were when he was healthy last time, he was completely was healthy. When was that? When they went to the finals. When was that? I'm just asking. Before last year, well, I mean, Curry, I, Curry's Curry's been hurt too, though. And when he yeah, was hurt, you I'm know, talking about right now, today. I still want to see what I want to see what, if Durant can be healthy this year. I still want to see what he can do. Right now, for me, Steph Curry's the best player in the league right now. Okay, I agree. But, I agree. But, yeah, I agree. Okay, but there was a time, like what he's saying, is when when you know the consensus was LeBron was the best. I thought KD was the best. And and I guess that what was that two years ago. Um, did he win MVP or when they went to the finals? I mean, it was like KD was shooting a better percentage. KD was doing – their numbers were very, very close. KD averaged more points, more rebounds. LeBron just averaged more assists. And I'm like, KD can do everything LeBron could do and better. He just don't pass as good. You thought so? And defensively and everything? I and did. leadership? I, I, and... Thought, I thought, well, I mean, leadership, I, I don't know. Because, okay. I mean, we're not there. It's, it's, right, right. But I thought it's just as far as basketball, everything, everything. Defense, too. Even, I mean, I think KD's defense is underrated. LeBron's is overrated. I mean, you can guys can score on LeBron, but you know he 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 gets he gets credit because they say he he'll guard five positions when maybe he might have just switched on the center one time and that center ain't score. And they saying, well, he can guard the center. Well, he's not guarding the center like play right. after play after right, play. Right. He's not so guarding guard David guard. West. I can tell play you that. After play after play. Right. David West gave him that business. Right. But when, when you know, you can look on film and see one possession where you guard somebody and they just kind of boost that up. Yeah. But right now, right now, is nothing is nothing really better than stuff right now. I, and and I, what part do you think, because it's still, again, we're, just, we're talking about from the masses sort of situation and perception. It's still LeBron's league, right? 
and from the masses. What part do you think it is in Steph Curry's size and demeanor and stature plays in people's reluctance? Because if this was, let's say this was reversed. If this was Kobe was LeBron and LeBron was Steph Curry, okay? So if this is what happened is that LeBron came in, beat this guy in the finals, was putting on the show, everybody would have been like, oh, this is the best guy in basketball by a mile. But now that when it's a little small guy and it's just hard to be, like, I feel like people are reluctant to say Steph Curry is the best player. The idea right. of Steph Curry next to LeBron and you saying, I'll take that guy, I think people are reluctant to play that. Right. Well, I mean, even in the finals, I mean, LeBron, LeBron put up great numbers in the finals. You know, his team, his team just didn't win. And a lot of people feel like if LeBron had a healthy, even Kyrie, they probably win that final. So I think that's probably where people wouldn't be so quick to be like, you know, it's, Steph, it's Steph's league. But when Steph has come back already doing this year, he's not complacent. He's coming back harder, better. better. And the thing is, the more he comes back and you're watching these games, I think a lot, and you don't want to, we all sit here and agree that the Golden State is a nice team. It's a nice team. But I think that people overestimated that team. And, like, I don't think there's, I think Klay Thompson is a very good player. And after that, I think it's a good collection of players. But Steph Curry is out here dominating the NBA. And this ain't, this isn't Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and, and that team he had in Miami. No, I feel the same way. I feel like their team, as far as player-wise, is, is very overrated from what a lot of people say that they got some great team. And I'm like, them guys aren't that good to me. Golden State. Yeah, right. them guys aren't that good to me. What happens is they, what, hap- what is good about them is they're all unselfish. Mm-hmm. No egos out there. They seem like they really like each other. Everybody gets along, so they're playing together. And when you got, you know – Steph, Steph coming off the screen and roll, and he got two guys on him, and everybody else is pretty much wide open. Draymond Green is wide open. Somebody rotate to him. The next man is wide open, and they and they make the right passes, and they and they play defense. Yeah, I think they're a good team. I wouldn't say they're a good collection of parts, but I don't. There's not nobody jumps out and says, "Wow, you know, this person right here is." is especially once you get past Clay Thompson, right. as far as I'm concerned, and now, I I don't think it's that team. I don't think it's as good as that Heat team LeBron was winning titles with. No, like I used the example last year. Last year they go and they beat they beat the Spurs. The next game, Steph Curry doesn't right. play. They lose to Indiana, who was not a good team at all without Paul George. Right. And I'm like, you see how these guys play without Steph? When Steph's not on the floor, I mean, they got some guys who can have good games sometimes, but he opens it up for all them guys. Yep, absolutely. If today we had, we we asked this question, I think a week ago we had the comment. I mean, excuse me, a month ago, DJ. And I think we both said LeBron. Um, I'll take that back. So today, I, I, today I think Steph Curry is the best player in basketball right now. Um, if you want to say um, KD, a healthy KD, the thing is, I don't, I don't think there is a healthy KD right now. And I, you, you knock on, I don't know when we're going to see a healthy KD, and I don't know the last time we saw a healthy KD. So if we see him again, sure, he has the right to be in that conversation. Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook. Um, I think that if he played Steph Curry one on one, he's a good chance he might beat him ten nothing. But I just don't think he beats he makes anybody better. If he, you know, like they play a one on one, give me my money on Westbrook all day long. As long as we're playing, as long as basketball is five on five. And Russell has been getting better because I've been really critical of him in his career about being selfish and just coming out and basically gunning. And this year, he's more in control. He's he's making he's making a lot of the the, the passes that I would always wanted to see. Him make. I don't think he's. I don't think he's still right now. Does it as easy and as effortlessly as Steph does? It's still like he, he, he gets so much energy. Energy for him 
to school when he's going and Steph just kind of like joking around, like, you know, cruise control. You never get the feeling that Steph is forced. You never get the feeling that he's coming down and he's already predetermined that he's shooting the ball. You know what I mean? It's like he shoots that shot because that's his shot, whereas mm-hmm. the Westbrook is shooting it because it's his turn to shoot. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's shooting because he feels like shooting, whether it be the other guy just came down and scored on him or whatever right. the case may be, but right. he's shooting the ball, right. period. And also what I noticed, I noticed with him too is, is what he'll do is I think he's trying to get triple doubles on purpose. Like it'll, it'll be times where Absolutely. he know he's close Absolutely. and he's just making this pass. Yep. I mean, when he really could score, yep. he's trying to get, yep. you know, the, these numbers. Very and I feel like, yeah, Absolutely. I feel like, Steph don't really care about his numbers. He's just out there just playing. It's just fun. Let me add, let me, here we go. This is where we love having you on the show. You know, everybody says the same cliche. I don't really pay attention to that. How much of those guys are aware of what's going on in their number-wise box score in a game? I haven't – honestly, I haven't seen a lot of that. In I, your career? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of guys, you know, kind of number-watching because they, you know, trying to, you know, get to some some milestone like – the only 50 game I ever seen was Sharif Abdul-Rahim was on my team and we was playing Detroit, which is a great defensive team at that time, Ben Wallace and them. And he, and, it, and he's one of them guys like that. He's humble. He had 50. Don't think he cared at all. He just was playing. So and you've never been in a huddle and somebody said X player needs two assists for a triple double. Never seen it. Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. Hmm. Okay. How, what's the, so is that the, that's, that's the only 50 point game you ever been a part of? Yeah. I've and all those years you were there, Melo never scored 50? Nobody never scored 50 on us, or nobody never, never scored 50? 50. Nah. I was usually checking him. No, no, I'm talking but about when, when, he when, you on, on the, when you're on nah, the same team. he didn't. He, Here this dude go. I was normally yeah, checking him. Yeah. Here this dude go. <laughs> Listen to this man. Nah, Following the old Ronda Rousey of the, of the, uh, of the podcast, yeah. <laughs> nah, he didn't have like 40, 40-something 40 and 10 assists. Really? Never 50. I mean, never had, scored 50. Melo never Melo didn't had his 40s. But they had Paul Pierce score 40 on our team. Kobe had scored 40. But never never 50. The only thing that I was a part of was Sharif Abdul-Rahim. And that's when he was on your team? Yeah. Okay. 50 is a pretty significant number. That's yeah. not easy. Yeah, he played no. with yeah. Carmelo for three seasons, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, I, I would have I think that in three yeah. seasons, Melo Carmelo, hit 50 yeah. points at one time. That's true, yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of surprising, shots. yeah. He yeah, might ain't. That was a well balanced team, though. You had yeah. was Chauncey Billups there when not? No, Chauncey no. wasn't there. Okay, but Melo might didn't score fifty until when he had sixty or something. Wasn't did he have sixty two or something? I don't know if he scored fifty other than that. Okay, I don't. I mean, I, I, I mean, don't. I'm not sure either. But yeah, yeah. he definitely didn't score fifty. Okay, okay. Um, getting back. Okay, well, that's the basketball. Yeah. So, are we, so then is that a unanimous Curry best player in the league right now? Yep. Slim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, especially while he's while he's just confident. Like he like everyone was saying, you know, a healthy, a healthy Kevin or I think Braun just kind of you know just chilling right now. But while he's just confident and he's coming down and just I mean we keep waiting for him to miss and he just keep not missing. And and what's crazy is I think he's like second in the league in layups. You know he's on pace for over four hundred and something three pointers. He's on pace to beat his own record by like over a hundred. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, like that's just that that that's that that is unreal. And top that, like with the stat I just said, he's second in the league yeah. in layups. He's how you watch those games? They do. They they literally look like a video game. You got the best best shooter, who a lot of people say the best shooter we ever seen is second in the league in layups. When usually when you got the best shooter, they fall in love. With they the don't line. shoot layups. Yeah, that's all they do. He doesn't actually for a guy who jacks that much. 
I wouldn't say you watch the game and you get the feeling that he falls in love with the three points. No. Like, he no, has no problem. I, I feel like he just gets so confident and he just – his swagger gets so high, he just starts to kind of show off a little bit and he'll just throw some up there just – because I feel like he's just having fun. Yeah. It looks like fun. Yeah, it definitely looks like fun. They have a legit shot if – again, like we said it before – if they make that a priority, that requires none of that resting foolishness. Mm-hmm. They got a really just shot at seventy two. Yeah, and listen, they're playing with Steve Kerr's not even there. Yeah, I mean, so it's like now I I don't that would require I don't know if they're interested enough in because what, like we were talking about before the show that is the way of the, of the land right now is the just rest rest and when in doubt rest even more. Yeah, like that's you know what I mean. They yeah. just rest people for the hell of yeah. Right. Speaking on that, what's you guys take on um? We're a month into the season, and these DNPs we're getting for, like, I'm, absolutely seems like no reason. I'm not a fan of it. And I, I actually want to ask you, Slim, could you go out right now, if you played, could you play a back-to-back set, 30 nights, two games? I, I'm sure I could. It just you depends. Think it, hurt? it just depends, like. You didn't say it was much confidence as I thought you were going to say. No, nah, I mean, I feel like I can. I've never, I've, I don't think I've ever been tired in, like, an NBA like that. Right. But I wasn't the guy out there that was depending on to do offense right, right, and right, defense right. playing 40 minutes also. So that's I can easily say that. But at the same time, these, these guys, the guys that play the minutes, and and they don't practice much. So with them being able to chill and practice while the other guys are kind of going hard, I think they should be able to – playing a back-to-back really is, is, is really is nothing for real. Even at, as, at an older age? Yeah, that's what I mean, I mean – again, you're – I mean, you're – gifted with a you just don't gain weight i mean you have a young body or yeah. whatever the case may be because that's what i'm thinking i mean you're the closest nba player that i know and talk and i'm that's when i get the feeling when i talk to you i'm like i've never heard slim say anything about being tired or right. or whatever or you know any anytime you're telling stories not like oh man i was you know dying but um then i was also wondering if there was something to the fact that i mean like you said uh that these guys do a lot of heavy lifting in terms of yeah. 40 minutes and yeah. play both ends no, that's and, tough though that is tough playing you know, especially guys who play both ends of the floor or guys who, you know, drive to the rack a lot and, you know, get thrown to the to the floor and all that. But, I mean, you got to think about back in the day, that's all them guys did. It was nothing. It was no such thing as missing games. And now is now you have you have better trainers now. You get a lot more rest now. And I feel like it I should agree. be easier now to do that than it was all back kinds then. Of sports medicine, yeah, better shoes and everything. Yeah, so. I I agree. Better traveling conditions, better better everything. Yeah, but now I I one to to, to 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 follow up on what you're saying. I definitely notice it, and it's I don't think it's a good look for the NBA to be honest with you, and and also for the fan experience. Um, I I do think that back in the day, the players took that more more into consideration and you know mike always said it 82 82 because you know every time i go to a city somebody paid to um to see me play and i think people more people need to take that into account and that uh you know somebody you know there's there might be a rant you might think it's nothing but you know to you it's just a a trip to minnesota there's you know there's lakers fans in minnesota there's there's lebron fans in minnesota and you it's just a slag night oh that's that's some kid's only chance to see you you know what i mean and for you to just be posted up for no reason just because it's, you know, the second night of a back-to-back, I, I, I think the NBA is doing itself a disservice there. I mean, them now, them, 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 them games are tough, to be honest, especially when you're traveling. But I just feel like hold them guys out of practice. I, I, especially, you know, these guys be get, getting massages right after the game. And unless you're really injured, 
I don't, especially these young guys, I don't feel like there's a reason to just rest. They just rested, man. I mean, I guess it's it's so much uh, the NBA theme is switched from it's not even close to a sprint. It's a marathon. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that you ask any coach if they could, if they'd be guaranteed the number one seed when a playoff start or all 12 members are healthy, all of them would be like, give me all 12 players being healthy. You know, it's like that's that's the goal now. It's not the goal isn't to, you know, get a seed, to get home. It's like, yo, just want to be healthy. You know, that's that's the number one goal is just to be healthy, especially when you know you, you know OKC okay, is just like yo, you do anything just have Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook healthy at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? They be like rest both uh, on. You know what I mean? We won't even have them on the court at the same time if that's what it takes. Like, they just rest like, Wiggins. How you rest Wiggins? Mm-hmm. This kid's like twenty. Yeah, dude. Coming off you know a great game. Give damn what he's coming off. He's twenty, like you said, man. He's coming off of his nineteenth birthday. That's right. what he's coming off of. And they and they four and two, five and two, right in the in the thick of it in the West. You can't – Minnesota can't afford to give away games. And they – him and Rubio. Maybe Rubio's really hurt. I think yeah, Wiggins – Yeah, Rubio hasn't played in yeah. like a week. I think Wiggins was just resting. You can't give that game away because they might not be in the playoffs. And you need them games while you up there right now. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, me and uh, me and DJ had to, had this conversation that we'll get to this NFL. A1 that you weren't uh, talking about. Now, for the, for the last three years, we're saying how Cousins is the last big man left. Man's added the three pointer to the arsenal now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's drifting out there, and yeah. he's at two or three, 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 uh, three pointer attempts a game. There's some but big men stepping up though. I hate it, a man. couple. I you hate it. Dude. I mean, I hate I, it. I normally, because you use you use Chris Bosh as an example, and I'm like, you know, the difference where Chris Bosh has always took jump shots. He just extended his range a little bit. He's never been a banger. Demarcus no. Cousins still bangs. He it, still it, bangs, it, and he shoots the three. Like it used to be close with him and Marcus All. It's not even close no more. He's like the best big man by a mile to me right now. No, he's he's, he's so talented, he's, he's man. He's awesome. You know who hit? Um, he's awesome. But the thing is, I want all that awesomeness in the paint at all times. You know, I'm, I'm like that too. I want it all the time. But in he the bang, paint. he like, bangs so much. I kind of give him a pay. He'll go coast to coast. Yeah. And everything like he can do, he can do everything. For, and that's what Weber could have done. And but and Weber at the end of his career became a 15 foot jumper. But Weber yeah. could easily grab the ball off the glass and take it coast to coast. But he's still in his prime. Spend his spend his money. It, my thought process is is that like you, he's such a talented banger, and I want you banging at all times. You know what I mean? And it's just it's a lot like of your body, man. I get it. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. I, I get it. But when you say, Coach, I can shoot threes. I'm like, you know who else can shoot threes? The shooting guard. The small forward. The point guard. You know what they can't yeah, He do might shoot bang. better than them, though. That's like, the thing. You know what he can't – what they can't do is bang in the paint. So, yeah. like, uh, the only the only big man I've ever wanted to see at the three-point line was Dirk. That's it. But see, then we look at guys like Shaq and be like, man, only if Shaq could shoot it a little bit. No, if, I don't. See, that's the thing is I don't. Shaq is – that's – if. Like, when we draw up these dream scenarios, I want Shaq, and I want him to be Shaq. You, you know what I mean? And I want somebody to have to figure out what they're going to do with Shaq. On, because I feel like but, if, if I'm going to tell you something. If I'm a coach and, and you say, man, Shaq can shoot the threes, I, and I'm the opposing coach, it's like, yo, we should get him some three pointers, you know? Because th- that, that's bailing us out. You not, know if he's, you not, know? not if he's making them, though. That's what I'm and saying. Cousins, what if Cousins, he's is, making making yeah. Cousins is making his. We'll, we'll live with it. You're bailing I mean, it. You're making bailing them easily. Defense out. Yeah. You're bailing the Isn't that what they always say, LeBron, about LeBron, man? When you turn LeBron into a def- uh, a jump shooter, man, you are bailing the defense out because we have no answer for See, you the in this is, paint. LeBron's, LeBron's not even making them at the percentage that Cousins is yeah. making them. He's only taking a few of them, and they, yeah, they're, they're going started. in. That's go, how it starts. Go, you go, right. go, look at, go look at these dudes' numbers. And, and the thing is funny, like I went and looked at Bosch's numbers. 
Bosch's first year he took half of one, less than one three pointer a game. Yeah. His rebounds is at eleven. Yeah. His next year is at twelve. Then then you just start seeing rebounds go down, and that now all of a sudden his rebounds and three pointer attempts are the same number. You'd be like, hold on, this dude takes seven three pointers a game and gets six rebounds. Yo, there's definitely like, there's definitely a correlation uh, between yeah. Because believe me, I know as a shooter, when you can knock that shot that down, like, man. you're gonna be reluctant to to waste all the energy to get to the rim. And then you just start looking, and next thing you know, Kevin Love's leading the NBA in three pointers. Yeah, you're like yeah, dude, you was leading the NBA in rebounding. Now you lead the NBA three pointers. Like, yeah. come on, man. Who's but that's that what low? they're trying to do with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, they want him to shoot more threes. He's Lo- local, locally. You know who um hit five threes in the game last week? Locally, Drew Gooden, Chris Humphreys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Five I, 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 been, game. I ain't know he hit five, but I've been seeing him him shoot him a lot lately. Yeah. I saw that out the blue. Drew Gooden was last year when they were in the playoff. Yeah. And he had never hit a three pointer yeah. in a playoff game in his life. Yeah. Hit one, and then this dude turned into Reggie Miller. Yeah. Coming off his curls and stuff. Like, hey man, that's I'm like them, Drew. Them you guys in that gym. Is, every, them guys in that gym every day working on that stuff. And I hate it. So tell me this: when you're you're an NBA shooting guard and you see Nene practicing the three, that doesn't make you mad. Like, aren't you like, yo, dude, you don't see me down there <laughs> battling of working on post? Nah, like, what nah. Are you doing? I mean, you don't you don't you don't want to be one dimensional. You know what I mean? If you if you can knock down the shot, well, for sure. Now, if you out there shooting air ball after air ball, <laughs> all right, stop it. But if you making them shots, I mean, what can yeah, you it say? Makes you, it makes you harder to guard too. I think. Yeah, you know? it does. Okay, so what about when when you're playing next to him and he misses that three? Aren't you kind of like, <laughs> go get the rebound. I mean, for him, he's. So now it's role reversal. Yeah. Three snack get the boards? Yes. DeMarcus Cousins <laughs> is, is is the man on that team. If he if he, if he going to be shooting threes, you sneak in there and get some of them rebounds. Yeah. Because <laughs> chances are the rest of the guys, or at least a few of them guys, are just the role players. Yeah, all of them. Hope, hope he miss. You might get a free layup. Yeah. Okay. I hate it. I hate you, it. You hate, hate it. it? I hate it. I, I hate it because and and part of the reason I some dudes I'd be like yo you might as well go Gortat you might as well go get a three point line because he damn sure ain't doing nothing on the block which is baffling to me because he's huge and talented. Mm-hmm. Now he's he been playing well better go, lately though. Uh, what's coach went on him? Yeah, he did. Coach said I should start I four guards though. and because uh, <laughs> the people that were supposed to be big men aren't doing anything. It's like damn, <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to call the man out like that. But um, Cousins is so talented that it just. If he's on my team, I, I want him in the paint, and I want to give him the ball every time down. Yeah. But, I mean, the game evolves, though. It's kind of like the same thing with, like, we have a lot of um more offensive-minded point guards now, you know? Yeah, we like, do. The game just kind of changes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I'm not a fan. And same thing there. I guess I'm just getting old because I'm not a fan of that either. I'm not a fan of the point guard I mean, who comes I'm, down and gets me you Me neither. I'm, I'm, I'm more old-fashioned like, like that, too. But when you brought up the cousin, when you text me, I like saying that from him because I feel like he does so much banging that he that um that he can afford to like he can do that because he's not he's not soft he's not me. just relying on that. Call me old fashioned. I want my power forward to have power. <laughs> I want my shooting guard to be able to shoot, and I want my point guard to distribute the ball. I want my quarterback to throw the ball, not run around and and, and do all. That's just me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 I would. Call me crazy. I'm almost there with you on that. Call, call me crazy. We got shooting guards who can't shoot a lick. Absolutely. Straight up, you're an NBA starting shooting guard. Can't shoot and you're weak. Like, what's your strong suit? I don't really do shooting. Huh? <laughs> what? You're a shooting guard who can't shoot. I'm the point guard. I play 40 minutes and I average five assists a game. You ain't be like, we're getting that from the power forward, bro. Like, yeah, I'm the starting point guard. Damian Lillard, at starting, he averages six assists a game. That's Kyrie Irving. Averages less assists a game than Blake Gifford. Crazy. Yeah. We got power forwards, yo. I specialize in three pointers. Stop it, yo. What is going on? 
quarterbacks who go out here and rush for 100 yards. What'd you throw for? 100 yards. Like, <laughs> I don't want that, man. I want my quarterback to throw the ball. Uh, I don't know. Like you said, a ball. I'm, yeah, I'm like that yeah, nine-year-old man that says get off change, my grass, man. man. Yeah, time definitely changes. Time definitely changes, man. All right, well, let's get into this uh, NFL. Another crazy week and a lot to talk about in the NFL. Oh, horrible. Go ahead, go ahead and bring them, uh, break those records out for us, uh, A1. What did DJ have? Let's start with him. <laughs> How many wins did DJ have? DJ the man who two all. weeks ago was Ronda Rousey in here. <laughs> it feels so good to have all this room, man. <laughs> oh, he had a whopping three wins this week. Three wins. Is that in the 1 o'clock games or for the whole week? For the whole week? For the whole week, he went 3-11, yeah. 3-11. Mm, them Peyton numbers, Peyton Manning numbers. Okay. Yeah, what, man. What, what did I? What you, did I have? You went six and eight. Mm, which is that looks really bad until you hear about three and eleven. Exactly. And then what about TJ? He went seven and nine. Mm. Mm, and so what? Where are we at on the season? Uh, I'll get back to you on that. This man's only had a week to count. Two days. Two days. One job. <laughs> one one day really is a game yeah, last one day. Night. Yeah. To count an ad. You said a week, though. <laughs> How long does it take to count an ad, man? Let's go straight into um, let's go straight into these games. Get into it. Um, Bills, Bills, Jets. Pretty much exactly what I what I was expecting. Uh, not a lot of offense and and just a defense. I thought it was an ugly game, which I feel like a lot of these Thursday games are. Yeah, I mean it was raining. It was raining. Uh, yeah. uh, we didn't get any turnovers. A lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers. And now that we watch, um, and we were talking about it earlier, we, we get to watch so many games because of televisions and tickets, Sunday tickets and all that good stuff. Do you realize the abundance of drop passes you see in the NFL? I've been saying it for a while now because guys, guys, you know, they have their favorites and they have guys who they don't, don't like. And they'll be like, man, this guy dropped too many passes. And I'm like, all right, so did your favorite receiver. I see everybody drop everybody. wide open passes. Yeah. I mean, just wide open passes. Yeah. And it's it just like – I mean, I'm a Bucks fan, so I get to see Mike Evans, which and people just pick up. Nobody watches Bucks games except for Bucks fans, and unless you are the only person in the world who has Jameis Winston on your daily um, fantasy league, I don't know who in the world would do that. But um, shout out Dave. The um, no, you just look up and you see Mike Evans box score, and you're like, man, this dude had ten catches, 135 yards, he's killing. Anybody who watched those games, Mike Evans might drop ten passes for 100. Like the dude drops everything in sight. But at, and, but when people just pick up the box score and say, wow, that was impressive. Enough. And then you just watch these games and right. see Megatron dropping balls. And see A.J. Green dropping balls. Uh, Pierre Garçon dropping balls that are turning into intercept. Like, yeah. people yeah. just dropping passes yeah. left, mm-hmm. right, and center. Not Beckham, but, yeah, the other guys. Yeah, not Beckham. Um, <laughs> that one game in the Patriots game where they had nine drop passes when yeah. everybody and their mom was just dropping yeah. the ball. And you're just like, wow. Brandon LaFell came and dropped six in one game. Yeah, you're the first game back, yeah. I mean, like, man, these dudes drop a lot of passes. But anyway. Um, the Jets Bills. I don't know what what it necessarily is to say about that one, other than um, the Jets. I, I think they're identical teams. They have identical records. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty much the same team. Right. I mean, I like I like Buffalo. I, I told you guys from the start, I like Buffalo. Um, but I just felt like the Jets was at home, and you know, I I just thought the Jets would, would get this. So I wasn't really confident about this pick. I wanted Buffalo to win, but I thought the Jets would. So I took an L on this one. I, I feel like the difference to me was I. I think Rex wanted this game more than anything. And I, and I do get the feeling Rex Ryan's teams love him and they will try right. to run through a wall right. through him, you know what I mean? For him, excuse me. So I, that was, to me, the deciding factor. But I definitely coin flipping, like I said, I think they're the same team. And that was, to me, the deciding factor. And really, and, um, I mean, and, and 
I know TJ hates, but Tyshawn, hates him. Tyshawn hates Taylor, him. he plays well, man. He doesn't he doesn't do much. He doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, he even they're not all just dipping dunks. He going he gonna hit you for a long touchdown every. One day every we're game. gonna find out what TJ's obsession with Tyrod <laughs> Taylor is. But it's even like when the weeks you're not here. Hey, one, tell me how much this boy talks about Tyrod Taylor. Like yeah, it doesn't matter. Like we'll, we'll be like Buffalo's got a scrimmage against Bush State. Oh, give me Bush State. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Any team with Tyrod Taylor, it's just like damn, dude. Yeah, like he is uh, the worst uh, player to ever lace him up. Yeah, man. I, I I don't really see a problem with Tyrod Taylor to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, I, he's definitely not like you know franchise. I mean, he's not right. the changing quarterback or anything like that. But he can move and he can throw a football. He's playing like he's playing kind of like Russell to me. He's he's not making support man not Russell Wilson, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I I agree. and with less weapon and less. Yeah, right. I agree. And right. I think that's all they're asking him to be. Yeah. Um. Now, here we go. This is where it starts to get real tricky, and then we have questions. Uh, and this is where, you know, I said at the beginning of the show, we got a lot of errors to talk about. The Aaron Rodgers, what, what, what is going on? You go first, uh, DJ. What, what are we seeing here? What, I, what, I'm, saying, what I'm saying is uh, his receivers, they don't seem to be getting open. And they're making drops, too. Like, I seen the pass the, pass the um, cop where um, it's like a third nine, and if he catches the ball – He's gone. He missed. So now they got a punt. And other than that, I'm just not seeing a lot of guys get open. He's extended some of these plays. I don't think they're blocking that great either. He's extended some of these plays and guys still not open. And, I mean, I don't see what he sees because the camera's on him. Right. But, you know, when they replay it, I mean, I'm just pretty sure that he just don't see nobody open because, like, even the plays that, you know, they don't have any blocking on, he, he's extending plays and still can't find anybody. I'm used to him just – being able to find somebody. We said uh, going in uh, last week, you know, losing to Denver and 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 uh, Carolina on back-to-back weeks on the road, nothing to, you know, write home about. Right. Losing to the Lions at, in Green Bay, right. that's something to write home about. I think they right. said it hadn't happened since 91. 91. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. And yeah. um, But that's how the league is. You know, they especially when they start bringing up stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's going to happen one day. And I, that, that kind of stuff make you think – you know the 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 Italians put put the call in, and, <laughs> and, and you know, and Vegas and stuff happens. I think what the Italians put the call in is getting that extra pasta for Eddie Lacy, who's completely falling off the face of the earth, and he's just. Well, he didn't. Well, he didn't. He didn't suit up. Because no, he didn't. And I had stocks, and he did nothing. And stocks been playing well when Lacy was there. Right. And I picked up stocks, thinking he's really going to kill. He did nothing. Lacy looks like he's eating himself out of a starting um job, which is. Yeah. I don't, in season at that, like I've, I've heard of players coming to camp out of shape, but it, you just come to week five out of shape. Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's really weird. You know what I mean? Like yeah. out of shape, out of the bye week type of stuff. There's, there's something there. Um, you watch, I mean, Aaron Rodgers threw the ball 61 times mm-hmm. and in a game that they scored 16 points and they look bad for the majority of the game. The lions have looked bad all year and the lions even attempted to give them this game back several times, Yeah, several times. They, they look bad. And you watch it, even when you see Calvin Johnson, of all people, drop the onside kick that hit him square right. in his hands. Right. It's like they, they did their part. In, um, two mixed missed extra points. Two mixed extra points. Exactly, yes, by the Lions. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Lions they missed two hard. extra points. They gave, yeah. they did everything they could to give the, the Packers their, their um the, a shot to win this game. And something's, uh you know, I always say that. Something, something's not adding up out there in Green yeah. Bay. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, fans out there booing them guys, three and out after three and out. To the Lions, dude. Yeah. So, so is it possible that 
they just missed Jordy Nelson this yes. much? Uh, no. What's possible is that they underestimated what it was, and not just them, us, everybody. And it's easy to say, you know, um, well, you just lost this guy, da-da-da-da. Uh, which will get us to another point because another guy lost his number one receiver and his number one running back, and I don't think anybody's expecting to see this happen. But um, yeah, I think Jordy Nelson—they've also—they've lost a lot of receivers over the years, and pretty much not even really replaced anybody. They kind of just bumped everybody up a spot. Right, you know what I right. mean? Like, like oh, this person—you know—Jennings left. Okay, we'll just slide. You know, yeah. Driver left. We'll just slide. And it's like they've never really went out and signed yeah. a, a, a big receiver. They well, just kind of just moved everybody up. When you feel like when you got Rodgers, you feel like mm-hmm. you don't need all these great receivers because you got to have a quarterback that can just throw anybody the ball. But mm-hmm. then when you when you're not running the ball well, yep. And you and you stuck with these long third downs, and even long second downs, and you know you gotta you know pass the ball, and these receivers, you know you can't just throw the ball anywhere to them. You you know you're gonna play back and force him you know to make a play. I I feel like it's true when you have a Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, uh, Brady Manning, whatever the perception is that you can throw any receiver out there. And it's actually, you know what, Peyton, they've actually majority of his career got him legit um, guys. But Drew Brees especially. They definitely for years just threw Drew Brees, whoever mm-hmm. the hell it was. They were like, we used a seventh-round pick and got a receiver for you. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's just like, wow. Okay. But what's his name's been there for almost as long as Brees? Colston, who was a seventh-round yeah, draft pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was a seventh-round draft pick. That yeah. was what I'm talking about. But, um, you know, Brees, Rodgers, and whatever the case may be. And I think at a certain point you do realize, like now, you know, like, you know, she could use somebody. You know, and Jordy Nelson, who I'd never really considered – my top five receiver or anything of the sort. Yeah. But um, they could use him. They could certainly use him right Absolutely. about now. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, everybody makes something of it that James Jones left and he went out and he couldn't make the Raiders or the uh, Giants. And look at him on the Green Bay. And then now you look at him and be like, yeah, he couldn't make the Raiders or the Giants and he's their number two. Like, you know, now you kind of flip back and you see it over again. And it's like, yo, let's not forget that this is the this number two receiver is a guy who couldn't make two other NFL teams. Right, right. And he started off pretty good. And now then now you kind of yeah, look at Now he's disappearing again. Right. And you're like, well, maybe that's the reason he couldn't make uh because he didn't carry Aaron Rodgers with him to the Raiders and to the Giants. Mm-hmm. You know? Um so is panic button or what? What we what we what we doing in Green Bay? Um almost. Almost panic time, but what's not, the reason to yet. think what's the reason to think it's gonna get better? Just because just Aaron Rodgers? Just because of Aaron Rodgers, okay. he's he, he's that good, and I feel like um, he's he's not that great. So. <laughs> what are you about to say something? Here? Um, I think if you're talking playoffs, you just got to look at who are they going to be going up against. So you got Carolina, and you ask yourself, do you see them going into Carolina and beating the Panthers? And you got Arizona, who's looking really good right now. Yeah. So in that sense, where I think at the start of the season, where you where you you say maybe the Packers are maybe a favorite to go to the Super Bowl. I think right. now, yeah, it's time to panic because I don't see them going into either one of those places and, and beating either one of those teams. I hear you in terms of, like, on paper and doing a preview and breaking it down, matchup and momentum and da-da-da-da. But if and – that's, and that's all true, and you're absolutely right. But if you tell me the Packers are going to play Carolina or they're going to play Arizona, I, they got a shot. I'm not got saying, a shot, yeah. I'm not shocked if they win. Yeah. As long as you got Aaron Rodgers and a formidable – and a decent defense – I, I, you got yeah. a shot. And yeah, if they could block from a little bit and they can get a little bit out the running game, right? I think they'll be okay. But would they, you have them as your favorites? No, wouldn't have them favorites or anything. But I certainly, no. it's not like when we talk about uh, Minnesota or something like that. I don't 
I, mean, I, I don't think Minnesota will do anything. They'll make right. the playoffs. Right. But like you said, if, if you're the Giants fan or whoever comes out of the NFC East, you're not saying, man, how are we going to go to Minnesota and get a, a right. W? Right. <laughs> Even the same thing with Seattle. No, Seattle's losing games, but, you know, right. do I, I, don't, I feel I don't like they can them. beat any of these teams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, Bucks, Cowboys, I take from this one, I told you, I, I just want to hear all those people who were saying for the years, I think A1 was one of them, too, about Romo, and Romo's the problem in Dallas. I never said nothing about Romo. You never remember anything. You <laughs> never remember anything. Yeah, I was never one of them guys. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm a Giants fan, and I've taken up for Romo two Dallas fans that's what I was say. so the many Cowboys times. Cowboys fans like, are the ones who are hardest on me. I'm like, are y'all crazy? Romo's right. a great quarterback. Great. I don't know what. Did y'all watch the games at all? Like, I, man, I, I don't care how many – it's not easy. To, I mean, just going to the playoffs and winning a game is not solely just on your quarterback. Like, man, I'll take them. When they're losing to Romo, I promise you, in Romo's career, they never lose a game 10-6. to six. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. They might lose a shootout, mm-hmm. but not no 10-6, to six, man. Not 10-6 to six to the Bucks. You, you know what I mean? And I'm glad – I'm actually kind of glad that Romo got this break so that people can see all those Dallas Cowboy fans. You know, I, I bet you we won't be hearing that anytime soon about, you know, if we could just get rid of Romo. I think of late, in the last few years, they've been – I haven't heard as much of that. As I think they've been agree. a little more on board. But for a while, they was out of control. For a while, it was out of control. They like they need to get rid of Romo. I'm like, well, even do. Um, last season, <laughs> right. please do. I could agree with you more. Even last season, their coach, I mean, the owner Jerry Jones, was looking at um thinking about drafting Johnny Football. Mm-hmm. So yeah. crazy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Just I forgot about that. People they, wanted them to. Jerry mm-hmm. thought about it. it was like, um, well, I'm well, really not he trying got to. Talk, he got, kind of got talked out of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it more so was about tickets. tickets. Yeah. Uh, and I probably, he probably thought, well, maybe I shouldn't even think about putting this pressure on on Tony. So mm-hmm. we're not going to do this. And there was talks about like his contract and him not getting that money. And you see what these other bums out here are getting? You've got to be kidding me! Yeah. Tony Romo deserves every penny of whatever it is he's getting. When especially yeah. when you see these contracts that Tannehill and yeah. Ka- Kaepernick, you must be out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Jameis, all I'm gonna tell you this as a Bucks fan, and you guys uh, been checking on me all year long. I consider this a season of success. Like it was, I've seen what I wanted, and um, that's not uh, the greatest quarterback to walk the league, you know. But I'm happy. He looks like he should be. If he continues along this path and grows, I see growth. Yeah, it was. This was one of his bad games. We, I, I've been telling you. TJ said, you know, he had three good games in a row, which, like I told you, you know what that means is a bad one coming. Mm-hmm. But it, it hasn't been. I witnessed the Jamarcus Russell thing up pers- close and personal. Was there at the games. And I don't see that. It's not disaster. It's not, you know, even his bad games, it just looks like rookie mistakes and growing pains. So I'm happy with the um, Jameis Winston experiment. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what he's doing also. I mean, he's, he's a rookie. You know, he's not stinking it up. He's not tearing it up. He's got to grow. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Bucks with uh, what, what happened? Oh, yeah. Definitely get him, get him in uh get him in fantasy if you can, guys. Get him in if you can. <laughs> <laughs> get him it's toss up between him and RG three on who you <laughs> both five thousand dollars. <laughs> different ways to spend your money, man. Um Panthers at, at Titans. Here's the game. Here's the talk, man. Uh this whole idea about the amount of t- the attention Cam is drawn for celebrating. I think it's hilarious. I I really do. you know when I had a problem with Cam celebrating? when they were losing every game. That's yeah. when I had a problem with it. If he wants to win and he wants to get in the end zone, and especially when you show back-to-back highlights and you show him getting sacked and three or four guys standing over top of him acting like they just won the World Cup, you know, having the celebration of the life while he's literally standing underneath, uh, laying down on the ground underneath them. And if you think that he doesn't, 
And the fact that he he's at the point now that he's only doing it because he knows he's pissing people off. That that's the that's the part that's funny to me in the, in the Tennessee one where he's doing it. The guy runs over and he's like, "Oh, you want more?" Bam, bam, bam. And the other guy comes, oh, you want some too? <laughs> well, again. I think that goes hand in hand. I think that's why guys celebrate when they when they, when they, they get to him because he does that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I seen, a, I seen, I was listening. I, I didn't really watch the whole thing. I was, as I was, you know, coming here, there was, I'm interviewing Greg Olson, and he was talking about how, you know, Odell Beckham does his dance, and he mentioned somebody else who do these dances, you know, when they, when they score or whatever, then it's a problem when, when Cam does it. And I'm, like them guys aren't aren't your quarterback. quarterback, you know. It's your quarterback, and you don't. And I've seen, and like I said, Cam was doing that when they're losing. Mm-hmm. No, he was. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think that was. Yeah, and, but he, and he's still and he's still doing it. So I don't think it's nothing different behind it. It's just him. And like every time you get a first down, you know, you dancing, you score, you dancing. I'm, I don't. I don't want. Fun, I don't really. He is having fun. Yeah, it's fun now because you win. But you was doing the same thing when you was losing. I don't really want my quarterback doing that. I mean, it's it's so, a, like so Tom. What's the difference between this and the bat flip? This to me is the bat flip. No, it's not the bat flip. You're Why? just getting the first down, hitting the home run. Is hitting the home run. <laughs> like I don't like baseball, but I know hitting the home right, run right, is right. something okay, serious. But a touchdown. I don't. I agree with the first down thing. The first down thing is definitely excessive from the quarterback. Well, I don't need yeah. you celebrating first down. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> that, that that is definitely a bit much. When 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 you're the quarterback, that flip on the single. When you're the quarterback, you, you're supposed to be the leader, right? And, and and for instance, like you know Tom Brady that that Sunday, he had ran for a first down. He got up really hype, you know, punching in the air and screaming. And I had no problem with that at all. I mean. Normally run and get yeah right and he and he wasn't dancing anything right. and and you know Tom does get hyped sometimes he's oh, on yes the sideline he he's hyping yes, guys he up and he'll spike the hell out that yeah ball. And, right. I'm, and I'm okay with that like I said he doesn't normally run and get first down so he did it so he was happy about it mm-hmm. now I'm, he's not doing that every time he throws a five yard out or <laughs> right, third right. and three <laughs> right, right, you know right. even on third and ten he hits somebody across the field he's not you know celebrating every time he, he does that Cam you're six six two fifty. You know, you get a third and one, all right, you do it all the time. You should be able to do it. You ain't got to dance every time. I mean, they, they forcing you to get these rushing touchdowns, I feel like, you know, every every week. You ain't see that one he just had this week with four grown men hanging off of him, and he's acting like there's just little kids hanging on while he extends the ball. Man, and you're going to stick to that, that anybody can do that? Nah, he can. Oh, okay. Yeah, he can. It's not <laughs> exactly. it's, it's nothing for him to do. You know, you know if – um, <laughs> that That dude has people just hanging on him, he just – he holding the ball like it's a tennis ball. Like, where you hey want man, me to put this? That's man? why. That's why. That's why he got drafted. I mean, he he's always done that. There's nothing new. To, it should be nothing new to him. I know he's having fun and winning now, and I and I am proud, you know, of of what he's doing. I but enjoy. I, I never like. I never like the um the dancing and the celebration. And, and again, we know nothing about any of these people. Nothing. I do. This is just pure feeling. I feel like Cam is actually probably a good guy too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He, it's he, hard to read. I mean, he's. Some of his interviews, I just I, – I didn't like it. You know, I don't see much of him now, but before, I thought he was all wrong in the media. At the beginning, yeah. yes, he yeah. was. And that's that's what I said at the beginning of the year is that yeah. I said that was part of the reason I was – I put those hopes, uh, those uh, expectations. Because remember I was saying that we were having the same shows years ago, and it was like he would come in the press conference looking, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I'm going to put up a suggestion. Remember he said, I'm going to put up a suggestion box, and maybe you guys can help us figure out. It's like, right. dude, hold your chin up, fix your head. and uh, And I felt like – Towards the end of last year, we started to see that his even his the outfits he was wearing started to look more presentable. He started to look more of a lose, and then when they would have bad games, he held his head high. And, you know, we got to get better. Da da da. And right. I, I felt like 
and TJ hit a spot on was that he was definitely heading down that same road RG3 yeah. and Captain Nick was heading on. And so I was proud to see that he came back out of that tunnel. And I guess now we he's actually labeled, he's put the blueprint out there and Cap and RG3, I would hope that they could follow it. But here's the difference is his team, his owner and the city stood behind him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like, I think whether somebody pulled him aside and said, hey, get your head out your ass. We're here for you. We're gonna. This is still your team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not much longer. And he said he got it. But I don't. that's not going to happen here for RG3. And probably not going to happen for Cap and, and San Fran either. It'll be harder for them guys to really do what he what he does because he's just bigger than them. Right. I you agree. know, they can't drag guys. Right, you know, right, they're right, fast right. And, and all that. But he's not sliding. He's running you over. Yeah. No, you, you, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. He definitely has a – probably a one-of-one skill set and being that big, that fast, and, yeah. you know, and whatever, and just being, a, you know, essentially a tank for that for that uh, matter. But I'm happy for him. Um, and on the other side, what you were saying about Jameis, I feel the same for Mariota. I think Mariota's, you know, having a a, a, um, a pretty decent rookie year. I mean, I like I like what I see from him. You just got to, you know, grow and get better. At, at this point right now, which you have one or a coin flip? To choose between yeah. the two? Um, I don't know. I I I I don't. I know um, Mariota's been hurt a little bit this year. Um, he hasn't played all the games. Um, I've seen games where, I, I mean, early on he was lighting it up, you know, and then he, he cooled off a little bit. Um, he he doesn't have as many weapons. Got a good visit from Rob Ryan. That always that always makes everybody <laughs> feel well. Yeah, got that yeah. good Rob Ryan visit. Oh, he don't have the weapons that um. No, 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 yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it'll be it'll be nice to see him, you know, if, if he could have lucked up and went to Philly, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how, how that would work. But for what for what he has, what he has to work with, um, I'm I've been pretty impressed with Mariota. I guess as I, as we do these games back to back, best case, as a Bucks fan, you kind of hope, and he's not nearly as fast that he could that Jameis could be Cam, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Same sort of same sort of deal. Yeah. Again, he's not as fast, but he's every bit as big. Yeah. And um, the same arm strength and questions about maturity and whatever the case may be. And Cam seemed to have grown into his maturity. So you you would just hope that Jameis could grow into that with with much better weapons than Cam ever had. I mean, he's got Mike Evans at I think Mike Evans is probably twenty three, maybe twenty four years old. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if he could ride that, Vince Jackson is at the end of his career. But I mean, he's having Mike Evans is. You know he's gonna be around for a while, yeah. and he's gonna be you know a top top ten receiver for a while. That could be if they could keep them together and get some chemistry. That could be you know some some problem for the NFL for a while. Um, next one switching over to Bears Rams for the first time in a long time. Jay Cutler is putting together a nice little little streak here, and um, I'm watching the I'm watching this game, and here's the thing that n- never shows up in the box score or even in the highlights when. Jay Cutler steps up to the line at their at his own ten yard line. There's a play. He looks over. He sees something, and calls the audible. It doesn't look like much, until he hits the guy for a screen pass on the in the flats that goes for a ninety five yard. For goes for excuse me, uh, yeah ninety. I think it was ninety almost ninety five yard touchdown, and it just looks like a regular screen pass. But that's the type of stuff like that. TJ's always talking about that you're not getting from Cap. In terms of yeah. the recognition and notices, now you're watching the game. Oh, it's just a screen pass. What's the big deal? It's not just a screen pass. She saw something, made the call, and that's what made Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Peyton Manning's best attribute isn't his arm strength. His is you know throwing, right. running around, and whatever. It's that. It's that. That's that next level stuff that yeah. you're starting to see. And like TJ always says, that's what he's starting to see from Cam. 
And I think that's what makes Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew, that those guys, it's not about, you know, physical abilities. It's about mm-hmm. reading defenses. And, I, and that's what you hear here about RG3. That's not what he does. Right. Kaepernick, that's not what he does. And so um, Cutler, I looked up his stats in his last three games. I think it's seven touchdowns and one interception. Those aren't Jay Cutler numbers. I mean, but it, it was always supposed to be Jay Cutler numbers. Jay Cutler wasn't like a cap. You know, he no. Jay Cutler was supposed to be, you know, yep. one of the top quarterbacks in the league for year after year. And he just – Never was. I think his – right. And he's got weapons right. galore. And he, and he has a cannon. And I think I think his his cockiness and his mm-hmm. strong arm is what gets him in trouble by thinking he can, you know, fit the ball like that, you know, that Brett Favre syndrome. He yep. can just fit the ball in places where, you know, they know you're going. But you're like, uh, no, he's not going to get this pass because I can. He's like, watch me. Yeah, I can do it. What do you mean? (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay, you got me that time. I'm going to do it again. (laughs) Yeah, and then they intercept it again. But but he has been – he's been playing better. I think some of these passes, like the screen pass that goes for 87 yards and then the little out to Zach Miller that goes for 87 yards, they weren't the, the hardest passes in the world. Um, the, the the runners on both of them plays, um, they they really did most of the work. Mm-hmm. But but you most of the work on the field. But a lot of the work was done pre snap. Yeah, well well the 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 Langford play, I don't know about the Zach Miller play. I mean I didn't know Zach even Ran run like that. Like that yeah. Right. Not, not yeah. still, I didn't know he could ever. Right, right. <laughs> both. Not yeah. Still, I yeah. Ever. Right. But um yeah, I mean I didn't the 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 thing I took from this game is um how inconsistent the Rams are, man. It's like I never know, and I picked never. the Rams at they're home. Hard- I just they'll lose to the Redskins and they'll beat the Cardinals, and then I just don't know. I feel like they're the hardest Rams team to pick, teams, man. Yeah, I feel like they're the, every every week when we do this, I feel like the Rams are the hardest team to pick because you had not a clue in the world what you're getting from the Rams. I did see that they benched uh, Foles. Um, no, they, I didn't. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that. They 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 uh, named and anyone who's their backup quarterback. Some kid named Hecker. Okay, well, he's going to be a heck of a starter from here on in because they, they said uh, it, that went across the bottom of the screen and they showed uh, full, full stats for the last uh, seven games were, like, god-awful. And, um, again, that, I think that trade is – that's just so odd, the Nick Foles for Sam Bradford trade. You know what I mean? It's just, like, who who saw something <laughs> they wanted? You know, that's what you want to know. Like, did the Eagles call and be like, yo, we've been watching Sam Bradford college highlights and we want him? Or were, did the Rams call and say, the Foles kid, what are you doing with him? <laughs> we're right. interested. You, you know what I mean? Like, what what did any any either one of them see to make them say, man, I, I got to have this? You know, I, I don't know what the – I know the Rams were probably thinking, you know, Sam Bradford gets hurt every year and it's time to get out of Sam Bradford business. But you can't think, wow, you could really get the ship going in the right direction is Nick Foles. Right. Well, Nick Foles had some good seasons. He had the one season. He had the one season. Which like 19 not, touchdowns, two interceptions. I think it was even I think it was more. Or like 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. It was like 27 to like two interceptions. Yeah. Which, have you ever seen a season like that where nobody was impressed at all? <laughs> like nobody. Going into the next year, they were like, where do you have Nick Foles on your board? I got him 17. <laughs> you know what I mean? Coming off of one of the best seasons in, in NFL history. I think that is the best season. Uh, oh, yeah. Touchdown to interception ratio. Well, you know, yeah, and nobody – that nobody was impressed at all. Then you can see why. I mean, that, everybody was just going off of that was the Chip Kelly system, and nobody had, you know, seen it. Right place, right time. You know, it, it takes a while to catch up, and now it looks like apparently everybody's caught up. And, uh, you know, Nick Foles is where he's at, which is on the bench, and Sam Bradford is on the bench as well. 
Now he's uh, injured, but still on the bench. I agree with you, though, DJ. I think the Rams are the hardest uh, team to pick every single week. But the Bears, uh, Tej, your team look like it's maybe heading in the right direction. Maybe. Uh, Saints, Redskins. What what a difference huh. a, a week in an opponent makes a difference, huh? Last week in this town, it was – I mean, it's just the Patriots. Everybody stinks against them. You know what I mean? You know, chalk it up. It's the game's nothing to see here. It's just one game. You can't – and then this one where everybody looks good against them. No, we looked extra good. You know, <laughs> you know we look – you know, I'm, I'm listening to the radio, and they're talking about, I think we should lock him up now. I'm like, we should lock up Kirk Cousins now. And I'm listening to the Ashim, he's like – I'm thinking, like, you get him in one of those deals like Tannehill got in the 70, 80 million. I'm like, Jesus, yo, are you serious? Because what you don't want to do is avoid having to um, franchise him. That's what they said. You don't want to have to worry about franchising him. Like, franchising him. <laughs> Giving this man top five. For those who don't know what franchise means, make him the top five highest paid. No, an average of that. So it would make him the third highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Mm-mm-mm. Just for you don't know, that means they would take Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, their salaries, and give you an average of what they make, and that would be his salary. And that's what they're talking about in this town. Unreal, man. You know how these guys go around here, yes, man. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's that's you always talk about a fanatic and a fan. Kevin Sheen's definitely definitely a fanatic, and he's not the only one. This whole city is. Oh based no, this on- city is full of delusion when it comes to the Redskins. I mean, just so readily to just throw the Patriots game out the window. <laughs> like, I mean, it's the Patriots. You know, what, what are you supposed to do? Everybody says the Patriots, you're going to lose. And yeah, we, we know we're going to lose. And then they're going in the game. Hey, Rex Ryan and that Saints defense is coming through. And what people do is light them up. All the fantasy shows, get Kirk, you know, get every get every um Saints, every, every player going against the Saints you can in your lineup. You know, this is not after the game. This is before the game. Don't let them have a good game against Carolina yeah, this oh, week. But cancel school. <laughs> Yeah, they'll be like, you know what, Thanksgiving on Thursday, just shut down the week. The, con- the, con- the contract will be on the plane oh, when they. Absolutely. 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 Um, You're not lying about that. They definitely, they'll be like, man, we're pleased to announce coming back from Carolina with a $100 million man. And RG3 just be standing there looking sad. But um, that, it, it, I don't know. It's it's funny to me. And it's also funny to me that Rex Ryan, or Rob, I don't know keep Rob Ryan. Had a job that long. Like, I mean. Where was he before? Dallas? Or where was he? Yeah, he was in Dallas before. But he's yeah. had several jobs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Get, remember when he got let go from Dallas? He was like, um, I'll have a job tomorrow. Uh, yep, <laughs> that's exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Asked me about it, he said, I'll have a job tomorrow. And he did. He had a job, yeah. like, literally the next day. Yeah. Um, And, and the crazy thing is, there were, there were talks before this that the reason he wasn't getting a head coaching job was because of his hair. Like, right. that, you know, that's that was the only thing holding him back, that he wouldn't cut his hair. How how stubborn is he? <laughs> Yo, this dude's defenses are unreal, and and like I said, it's been bad. Somebody has to have a bad defense, and you know, I mean, but I'm I, sure some of his players. But, but the I, scheme. I wonder thing, how much of that is is his schemes, and how much of it is lack of uh, it's personnel. Both. It's when, both. I feel like now he's just he's just he's just th- throwing it on purpose. But <laughs> right. I, I also it's don't the think they have a lot that. out there. They don't really have they don't really have much out there. Right, um, but DJ, how many times do you watch these plays and there's like nobody in that frame? It's a type of thing like when you. You know when you kind of casually play Madden and you play a guy who really plays Madden and he's just like has all the packages and everything and it, that's what it looks like out there. Like, wow, that dude was a nickel package on first down. And you know <laughs> like, what? He, 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 just like all, it looks like he's in the wrong formations. The he wrong- has been getting a lot of a lot of you know flack for this, but how much you think it, it is is him? Is 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 Ryan? And you know we don't like him. So regardless how bad the 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 actual guys on the field are playing. 
we're just going to blame it on him. It's kind of like, you know, the Hardy thing. I heard him talk about Hardy early. It was like, well, you know, he did um, he did this, did that, which are normal things, but everybody keep going back to the, the you know, charge he had with the girls, so everything he's going to do is going to be, you know, he's amped up by that. He's absolutely a lightning rod. No no doubt about it. But sometimes you can be, a, as, as Wilbur always says, more than one thing can be true. You can be a lightning rod. And you can be a deserved one. You know what I mean? Like, he could be that a lot, a lot of everything gets blamed on him, and that's just because of who he is and yeah. the attention that he draws. Just like and, his brother. And then it could be you're, you're part of the problem also. Yeah, it's like know? Rex. You know, they, they lose a few games. Oh, you know, Rex Rex Ryan, you know, doesn't do anything on offense. And, you know, he's supposed to have the best defense, but they scored three times and this, this, and that. And I, I feel like some guys just, just get it, you know, harder because certain guys in the media just don't like but them. But hold on, but hold on. Did, did they not – both scream for attention. Let's I don't not, think Rob does. I think Rex plays around with the media, and I think I think it's good for the NFL. They like that. You want everybody to go out there, you know, like Belichick, and give you nothing, have the worst interviews in the world. Rex going to have fun with right, you. And he's going to be. You said, you said people hate Rex. People, the media loves Rex. The media, yeah, yeah, they but love Rex. But some of them, like you know, say for instance, like Stephen. Stephen A. seemed like he hates Rex. No, he says he loves him too. He oh, says he's already. Yeah, because he thinks he's a. He thinks he, because he's an. You know, is weird is that how people who love attention don't like other people who love attention. Yeah. Notice that Colin, like it's funny how Colin always talks about Mello and how he never wants to play with anybody and how selfish Mello is and doesn't make any, all from his one man show and he would never ever share the stage with anybody himself. Colin Wayne got no co-host and he's not signed up for one anytime soon either. Right. You know what I mean? And every he tried the Sports Nation thing. How long that lasts? He's like, ah, not for me. Don't do the co-host thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's always hard on Mello. Mello doesn't do anything. But um, anyway, no, the media loves Rex Ryan because, like you said, you you do all these interviews with the Billet Check. How could you not love Rex Ryan? You know, I mean, he, I love. He tell you anything he would. Somebody called him. They asked him at the last press conference because remember he came with the, with the, with the helmet mm-hmm. and. And somebody called him an idiot and said that he loves um, – he's a big kid and he just loves attention. And they asked Rex Ryan about it and he says, sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> how could you not love that, though? I love attention. How could, you, how, could you, how could you not love that? And when you got a coach where, you know, all your players want to play for, it, it's going to make football fun for you. Now, you got to go out there and play. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, yes, but, if you're saying everybody look at me, when everybody's looking at you, it would be in your best interest to perform. Yeah, but he, but for him, it's like okay, everybody look at me, so you won't be hard on my guys. I'll take that. Right, I, I'll be okay. These guys, you know, they got families and they got you know jobs to worry about. Right, Rex. I mean, Rex Rob is a batter there. He's uh, unemployed. Um, is he? Did they? They, they did yeah, already. They fired him last night. Okay. I, I, you just kind of wonder how that chain of command works for media relations because the reports came out like around noon, and nothing happened. And then, matter of fact, uh. The head coach made a comment at like five and was like, "No, and he has not been fired. He's still our coordinator." And then at eight, <laughs> it says he's fired. So like, why even have the comment at five? Being like, "Have you fired Rex?" And be like, "Dude won't answer his phone." To be honest with you, <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to fire him, this dude just won't answer his phone. I mean, I'm, I would I'm, think I'm on you got to tell now. Yeah, I would think you got to tell him first before you just tell the right, media. Right, so right, that's right, why right. at five you'll be like, "Nah, he hasn't been fired." Right, right. But then yeah. once. You know, at 5.30 or 6, they'd be like, okay, yeah, this thing's going to happen. Right. That's when you call the press conference. Yeah. Like, is Rex Ryan been fired? He'd be like, he has not. Um, Rob, call me. Um, but, yeah, we haven't. <laughs> we have not fired him yet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're just waiting to see how this plays out. Still the same number. I'm at the house. Call me. <laughs> <laughs>
and then you had this house and knock on the Rob, we Rob, well, your car's in the driveway, man. <laughs> answer the door answer the door, bro. <laughs> I'm like, nah, man. Not firing to me. <laughs> so eight o'clock, like, we finally got in contact with Rob Ryan and he's no longer the coach of the of the team after been avoiding our all day. You know, it was funny because I remember the um the hard knocks thing and they showed the guy on the last day, and he just wasn't trying to answer his phone. They're like, dude, you, you're cut. Like, it doesn't, like, work, doesn't work. Like doesn't, just because you're not answering the phone doesn't change the fact that you're not good. I didn't like, see that. Yeah, that is hilarious. Like two or three years ago, it's like, yo, bring back the iPad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're cut. Like, no, you can't keep the iPad. <laughs> just because you didn't answer the phone doesn't make you stay on the team any longer. <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, that's funny. Um, But, yeah, so the Redskins, I mean, yes, everything, I, I get it. Everything looked great. You know what I mean? Alfred Moore spotting, Matt Jones spotting. Uh, it's so sad. Alfred Morris comes in and does the same thing he's always done. Yep. And he just they just set him on the bench. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, he, that shows you because he hasn't said a word. Yeah, I know, right? He hasn't said a word. Um, How old is Alfred Morris? No clue. Hey, one, you know? I'm going to guess 27, 28. Hey, you know, actually doesn't make me have that much long. I, I mean, I hope I, – I do hope that he – somehow finds a way to get a payday. Uh, I don't see how that's possible, especially considering he spent all those years not getting paid. Yeah. Hopefully somebody gives him some money somewhere. It, it probably won't be anything with what is close to what he should have gotten over his career. But 26. 26? 27. Oh. Well, 26. No, you're right. 26. Yeah. Yeah. His birthday's in December. I was about to say, that's actual. that's an actual fact. So I'm not sure how one of you can be wrong. Twenty twenty seven on one page and then twenty six on the other page. I'm just like I don't I don't know how you could be wrong. What are you what are you looking like? You're not saying I know. Both of you guys are reading information, so yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not I sure. read twenty six, I said twenty six, his <laughs> birthday's in December. Twenty seven, right there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you are this I wish you just you showed me a box score and that's how that's how he's looking at his age. Like most people show you a player profile, like where you click on his name and it has his birthday. You're just looking at a player, oh, yeah, A1, yeah. Boy, only, only A1. Um, Dolphins, okay, Dolphins and Eagles, another team where, another game where teams are just going out of their way to uh, to lose. The Dolphins, you can't even make this stuff up. The guy takes the punt return, the kickoff return, runs it out the end zone, and falls down at the one-yard line. I swear I've never seen that before. Just untouched. I see that. Untouched falls down on the one-yard line. So what happens on the next play, Tannehill stands in the pocket as if he's playing – um, Tecmo Bowl one at pass three, and he's just standing in the pocket like it's nothing. Gets his back blown up, and the ball flies out the back of the end zone. Safety. And you're asking yourself, like, is this fixed? You can't be serious. How does a guy run out the back of the end zone and stop at the one-yard line, and then on the next play, the quarterback is in shotgun and stands in the quarter in the pocket like he's stepping up, like reading through his progressions, like stuff is sweet. Gets his whole black, black, black uh, back blacked out, and he's just like, and they show the coach's face, and he's like, "Unreal, bro, unreal." I, that that's crazy. Philbin's at home dying. Um, the Eagles, they're they're falling into that Rams category too. They're a pretty hard team to pick. You don't know what the hell you're getting from the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, you're one, right. One week or the other. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I'm, this is a game I said last week. I'm I'm glad I, I'm even a few games this week that I didn't get right. You know, Dallas and Philadelphia. I'm glad I didn't get right. Because um it helps me in, in my division, but um yeah you're right Eagles is similar to they're similar to the Rams I just Not don't know yeah I mean, I mean that's it, no matter who they're playing like they could be playing one of the best teams or one of the worst teams yeah 
You know, like Eagles Miami's Packers. Miami's not too far behind them either. No, they're not. But I, 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 yeah, no, you're not. They're not. I do feel like um. Now nah, you're right. They're not. They're just I, they're, they're all over the place because because they're led by a quarterback that you don't know how good he is. Tannehill, mm-hmm. uh, on some days, uh, you know, he's always a bright, future-looking kid, and then other mm-hmm. days, it's like this dude stinks. I mean, did you see the touchdown Landry caught? While well, you talk about the other place, the pop-up and yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 uh, they're wild over there. But that's I think that's kind of typical of all teams that finish between seven, seven and nine and nine and seven. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. That's yeah. how you get in there. Yeah, you're right. And then the thing is, at the end of the day, that's what the NFL is: is that you're going to have five teams, the Patriots, the whatever, who they're twelve, lock them in, twelve wins plus, mm-hmm. and that's what they are. And you got five, six teams that lock them in; they're doing three wins, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing. To do. And then everybody else is just kind of in this. You know, the difference between being nine and seven and seven and nine, and then you got the league at eight and eight. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like everybody else is just like on any given Sunday. That's why that that's where that phrase comes from. Mm-hmm. You know that that's what the majority of the NFL is, and then you look up, and it's just the difference between being a mediocre team and a playoff team. And let's see, in the NFC East, it doesn't matter; you can just completely suck and still be a playoff team. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so no, uh, no argument there. Let, let's ask you this then: only thing to ask for this Eagles thing, Sanchez. What happens now, Sanchez? Do you, do you think this Eagles offense is going to look better with Sanchez, worse, or the same? Same, maybe a little better. Maybe mm, a little better. Maybe a little better. Same. I mean, but. I mean, he went in there last year when they were like nine and four or something, and they managed to miss the playoffs. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you have any higher expectations for Sanchez than Bradford, or literally the same six one way, half a dozen another? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not big fans of either of them. Right. I would agree with that. I'm. I really thought they should have made a run after someone, one of them running quarterbacks before the trade deadline. Last year, when to go to what you said, when Foles went down. I, w- I thought Sanchez was better than Foles. So I was like, I expected the offense to look better under Sanchez than it did under Foles, and it didn't. It looked it looked the same, and at times, actually, at, it, at Sanchez at times, he actually went back to looking like, yeah, this is the Jet Sanchez mm-hmm. who looks god-awful out mm-hmm. there. Um, he has the tools. I, I don't know. I, I, you know what? I'd actually have to say I think Sam Bradford's better than, than Sanchez. So um, I don't expect anything more out of Sanchez. Um, the Chip Kelly experiment. See how much longer this lasts, but right there, they're at four and five, and easily could um get as good a shot as anybody yeah. to make to win that yeah. division. I mean, their block was really bad yet the other day, man. They was they was killing Sam Bradford out there. Mm-hmm. Every time I looked up, he's getting hit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, Brown Steelers. I heard this today on the radio, and I and I kind of had to agree. Is that Ben Roethlisberger might be the most disrespected quarterback or underrated quarterback of our era? In terms of everybody always mentions the same names, Brady, Rogers, fine. Um, after that, it's like you, you nobody talks about anybody. And it's like Ben Roethlisberger is, has been a good quarterback for a very long time. He has a, one Super Bowl. He was just there. Right. But then he actually went back and won a Super Bowl. Right. And um, this dude's a monster. My, my takeaway from this is if he was good enough to play, which obviously he was, why the hell are you starting Landry Jones? There was some weird stuff went on, went on you know, with that and that was, <laughs> we we also had you know some some theories about it was some some kind of funny play going on with that too that they planned that because like you say why why wouldn't he play if you can either if, play or you can't they didn't even think Landry Jones really got hurt I think they kind of <laughs> just just like did that on purpose like some, like I say them Italians man somebody <laughs> somebody picked somebody picked Ben Roethlisberger when nobody else did because they thought he wasn't playing and they 
They won somewhere in fantasy world, some big money. Somewhere? DraftKings. DraftKings, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what I mean. Somebody somebody had had Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, there's no I way you pick him. The second string Ben Roethlisberger over starting James Winston though. That I would <laughs> if they told me there's a chance he might play. <laughs> like, I was like, I'll take the chance that Ben might play over James starting. I do know that. Same but to, too. To, to, to go back as far as him being disrespected, well, Ben, I think he's just always been overshadowed by his defense. And lately, over the last few years, his numbers has been better over yep. the last few years that you know than they were before. So mm-hmm. they couldn't really put him in there with the mother quarterbacks. Ben was making a lot of bad plays. You know, what I mean, he was in in he, a lot of his plays was. Right, holds the ball forever, then somebody tries to sack him, he throw him off, then he finally finds somebody down the field. Just unconventional things that you that you can't really put him, you know, at the top of reading defenses and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. Now, now that his defense isn't, you know, what it used to be, and lately Ben Ben has gotten better, and he doesn't hold it as long anymore, and he does make, you know, better throws now. So now I feel like, you know, you can start talking more about him. I don't feel like he's been that disrespected. I saw a stat. It was like last year, and they had the most sack quarterback since like 2006. Even with missing almost two seasons worth of play, he had three times the number two guy. Like, that's how much he gets sacked. Yeah. And and that's not because of his offensive line. That's because that guy will not let go of that ball forever. Yeah. And, like, you're a Steelers fan, and you're watching this game, at, watching the game on the television – just count how many times you scream, throw the ball. You know what I mean? Like, he holds on. And now, when he makes the play, it's, wow, that's Ben being Ben. And when he doesn't, it's like, dude, you you had it. We could have been sacked for six-yard loss. You decided that you either, A, wanted to get sacked for 20-yards loss, or B, throw the, you know, have the ball intercepted as you throw into triple coverage when nobody was open. And it's I, almost like he does it on purpose. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll let this guy get to me, and I'm, I'm 260. So, <laughs> once I throw him off, somebody's going to be open because the cornerback gave up. It's something. I mean, because but no, he but you know, hats off to him. He, he he's put together a good career, and I do think at the at the end of the day, like I mean, you never hear anybody say Hall of Famer Ben Roethlisberger, but I, this resume he's working on, it's going to be hard to keep him out when he. he oh no question. No question. When these numbers keep piling up, no question. And he's already got the two rings. No question. Um, D'Angelo Williams finally came back down to earth. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's. Uh, I know they had foot problems going into it. But um, this just piggyback on what we were saying earlier, man. Running backs this week, rough week out there for them boys. Yeah, man. rough week for. Them. I mean, at, at some point in time, you're gonna, you know, you can't do it every week, right. every game. Um, this is probably you know his his time when you when you think like when you think it's obvious, you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna rip up you know a team that you feel like you're supposed to rip up and it don't happen, except what the Redskins did to the Saints. The Saints. But aside from that, when you just it's too obvious, mm-hmm. it doesn't end up happening that way. The Browns. Johnny time. We called this. We said, we said eight. We said eight games. So this is week. So he will have six games. Okay. They handed it over to him today. Um, he. I mean, he, I count the the. Didn't didn't he start another game? He already game started two, but those were, yeah. they 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 were spots. Remember, we were saying that hand him the keys, yeah, like yeah, not yeah, yeah. start him, and right, then right, another right. guy comes right, back, right, right, give him, pull him out. So he now has the keys. Six. So let's let's just briefly touch that. He has the keys to the car. A one, give me that. Um. It's, it's, you might have set him up or fail. I wonder, I wonder if it's like, good luck, you now have the Patriots, Seahawks, right. <laughs> you know, Carolina Panthers. I'm mean, interested to see what um what he, what his schedule is, but he now has the keys. What 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 say you, Slim? I thought I thought he this looked, was your prediction. Yeah, it was. I thought he I thought he played well. I thought he would um have the keys sooner than than this. Um, for some reason, they just been trying their 
best not to give him to him because when he came in earlier, I thought he played well. And then McCown comes back and he's starting again. I'm like, that don't make no sense. You know, he's he got this connection, you know, with um him him and uh, um Watson. Him and him and Watson. Is that, is that his name? I know you. T- I feel like it's not Watson. Something close to that. No. Yeah. No. The guy who we kept hitting for fifty. Benjamin. 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 Him and Benjamin. Benjamin. They they got I'm this connection Benjamin going Watson. on. Right. Right, so right, I'm right. like, okay, now Kelvin Benjamin. Calvin so Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, just I'm let tra- Benjamin tra- right. Travis Benjamin. Travis Benjamin. Yeah. Just let um, what's wrong with you guys? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just let Travis Benjamin. Gotcha. Just let um, just let you, you know them two. Calvin Benjamin Watson. Because Calvin is the tight end's name. What's the tight end's name? Uh, who's get, Brown? Calvin Brown? Whatever the hell his name is. The the tight end who's killing. It's, yeah, something. Oh, like oh, Bar- Barnish, you mean? Yeah. Gary Barnish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cleveland needs some more primetime games, man. We got, we got these great sports minds in here. And they have no idea who you guys are, man. We know Johnny Football, though, man. Go ahead, the, the year that Barnage is having, <laughs> I don't know his name. You're right. He's having a hell of a year. Right. But I, I, I thought, you know, that they should have, um, Johnny should have been starting. And there was no, really no point of McCown even starting. I mean, what are they, are they, they trying to make it to the playoffs or Super Bowl? If you did, you want him to do it? Right. It's like, that really made no sense to me. But um, I think he played well against Pittsburgh. Um, so what do you he, think he's going to do now with his six games, I guess? They are two and eight, so ten. So, yeah, six games. I mean. First of all, do you think he can complete six games? I think that's a pretty big question in itself. You never know. I mean, he 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 gets hit. I mean, yeah, and they're they're and they're. I mean, he's tough, but he gets hit. It's a rough league, and they're a bad team. But I think you got to do this yeah. just to see to see what oh, you, you, what you can get to. from. I think it should have been done. It should have been done. My, right. my my point exactly. So I'm happy for Johnny, and I hope that he um continues to do well. I thought he played well. The Pittsburgh Steelers is just a yeah. better team. They cheated. They they game plan for Landry Jones <laughs> and they got <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. And then right Ben Roethlisberger that. comes in at those three hundred yards in, in the second in in the first half. Changed the whole line. Changed the whole like the whole line on that game. Right, you right. About that? So, I never thought about that. So give me give me some expectations you have for 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 um Johnny. Whether it be in six games, whether you say I think he'll go three and three, or you think I I'm, I think he'll do more touchdowns and interceptions. I think he'll do you know give me some expectations that you have for Johnny. Um, A one, did you get the games yet? I, I yeah. What, what games do they have? Six games. Uh, Ravens. Okay. In Cincinnati and, and Cleveland, defense. possible. Bengals and Cleveland. Hold 40. on, hold on. Ravens. That's a that's a terrible defense. Okay, second one is who? Bengals. That's a good defense. Go ahead. Forty ers Terrible defense. Seahawks. It's tough. Is it in Seattle? Yep. It's tough. Chiefs. That's tough. And Steelers. That's tough. That's some tough. I see. I see. I see two wins there. You know them. Them. Them are. Them are. Um, easy games. Right. I mean, nothing's easy in the NFL. Yeah. And he's not exactly going out there with the most talented team. Either. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Their team. They. They can. They can lose all of those games. Oh yeah. But. But they can lose all those and not be Johnny's fault. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so they can lose all of them with count. I can tell you that. Yeah. They're a bad team. Um. So. I don't. I don't know what what to predict game wise. Like I said, I'll I'll give them a possible two. I think they can beat Baltimore. I think um, they can possibly beat. Um, they they can beat San Francisco. 
or they can lose. So. Okay, so here's the here's the big question I give both teams. We got some no answer. Will Manziel be the opening day starter next year? Will he do enough in these six games to make them say, we're going into next year with him as our opening day starter? I don't think they want him. Thing is, I really. I so yeah, so um, I don't want to. I don't want to commit to that. I, I think he he goes somewhere else. I don't think they want him. They want. I mean, um, I don't know. Like I said last week, we haven't seen enough. We're about to. That's yeah, what that's a, what yeah. You're going to get out of these six games. When these six games are done, do you think that they'll be saying that's our guy? I have no idea. I can't. I, I couldn't even begin to tell you because I haven't as seen. I haven't seen enough of him to this point. To as project much, as much as I want to jump on you for saying that's a terrible answer, it's kind of my answer too. Like I, I really, I really don't know. And part of that is because of what you said, Slim, is I don't think they want him because right. because I, I don't think was about I don't think we're about to embark on a six and zero run where he yeah. tears the league up. I don't think that's what we're about to get. And uh, I think, I think but we're if get he can go out there, football. but if he can go out there and not be the reason they lose, I mean, like I this this last week, like he had a good game, right? But you if, know? but if he's not the reason they lose. And they don't want you. They're not going to keep you just because you're not the reason. They they didn't want you. So well, unless they didn't want him, they should. I mean, why they draft him? They and didn't. also, you got to look at well. since they did, who can they get? I mean, it's nothing really coming more out of school. More McCowns. Yeah. RG three. Yeah. Um, RG three. Um, Jaguars. Ravens. The weirdest thing in all of this, because I definitely don't want to talk about either one of these teams, and is that everybody's talking about that last play of the game. And completely ignoring the play that happened when the guy dropped the interception. Like, I, I don't understand how nobody's talking about the fact that the guy dropped the interception and hit him dead smack in his hands. That would have ended the game. Then you go to this, you know, the last play of the game where it's literally Elmas Dumerville and, and um, Blake Bortles are playing one-on-one football. Not one single person on the field is playing other than them two. Which he still finds the need to completely try and rip this guy's head off by his face mask. And then you set that thing up. Uh, the Ravens have completely self-destructed and fallen into this two and seven funk that I don't think any of us saw. We all saw it when we looked at the roster as constructed, but we're just not used to the Ravens being this bad. So we're like, I don't know how, but some way they'll pull out, you know, eight and eight. And uh, well, they're well, they've already got the eight losses out the way. Just about <laughs> now, it's yeah. about trying to yeah. get the wins. Um, oh, right quick. Kelvin Benjamin plays for the uh, Panthers. That's who I was thinking of. Yes, the wide receiver. He's wide receiver. Right. Yeah. And See, we got names, man. I knew. I knew. Uh, We're not fictional <laughs> figures. They're not fictional figures. For it no, no. I knew it was a person. <laughs> happens all the time. Like, I mean, it's just, yeah. well, just the wrong name. Yeah. I definitely know Kelvin Benjamin as a, as a player. Um, yeah. Jaguars, Ravens, anything you want to say there? Um, no. I mean, I, I, I can honestly say I, I don't think I, I watched a play of this game. Only thing here is you saw the last you saw the last little. I didn't no? see I I didn't see none of it. I didn't, okay. I, didn't I didn't care to see any of it. Um, I I'm know mad at you. I live Ro- in a Ravens house, so Robinson got me. You know, got me a touchdown, helped me get a few points for my fantasy. That's what all is happening here. Both of those Jaguar receivers will get you. Uh, yeah, we'll get you. We'll and, get you. Uh, some some points. They said Hearns wasn't even playing, and he ended up scoring. Yep. Yep. Sure did. Um. I mean, good luck to you both. <laughs> right, uh, Flacco Ravens. I I don't even. Th- you look at that team though, and I'm kind of like I I don't even know. I don't see anything ahead of them either. Like I I don't see any. Your best receiver by a mile is retiring. You know, or or and even if he's not retiring, yeah. he's, he's old. You know what I mean? And it's not like he's slightly their best receiver. He's the only receiver on the team. 
and and almost he's the only offensive weapon on the team. You know, if you if you want to if you want to be excited about uh, Fawcett, Fawcett, uh, you know, have at it. I'm not, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, that's I don't know. Ravens, you got a hundred million dollar quarterback and not much else going on there. No bro. idea what they had to look forward to. No idea, none at all. Suggs is old. Steve Smith is. It's like your best defensive player. Your best. I mean, Nick. You got Mosley, young kid. Yeah, I like, um, I like, I like Mosley. I like, I like Mosley, and, too. and I like um, Dumerville. Dumerville. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, one or two young pieces here, but yeah, that's an old team, bro. That's a, that's a very old team, and and the young players don't seem that talented. It's not a good combination. And mm-hmm. oh, by the way, it's a hell of a division you're playing right there too. Yeah. That is not the uh, you know, the NFCs. That's as long as you be playing the Bengals and Steelers twice a year. You know, you might want to do a lot something. Of NFC East references. Yeah. So put your not a lot uh, of NFC East wins, but references. <laughs> put your GM cap on for a minute, and they'll have a high draft pick. So, what do you think they should focus on? I'd like to get Flacco a weapon because I do think Flacco was legit down the three throw uh, uh, passer. Um, and I think that if Joe Flacco, I mean, for years they were giving him Torrey Smith as the number one receiver, who everybody here in Baltimore loves Torrey Smith as they should. He's a home. He's he was a turp. He's you know. And he's made huge plays for a team at huge times. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I've always stayed, held fast. Uh, he's at best a number two receiver. Torrey Smith is at best a number two receiver. Yeah. And now in San Francisco, he didn't even look like that. You know, so um, I think Flacco deserves a legit number one receiver. I mean, his best weapon he's had is a 35, 36-year-old Steve Smith, which he looked made some pretty sweet music with that man. So Maybe they should just. Trade him to um San Francisco to get his old receivers back over there, and they take <laughs> right. <laughs> they take caps. See what he could do in Baltimore. Hey, there you go. His yeah. old receiver cause over there. Put him back over there with Bolden, you know. But to answer your question, and, and hey, Tory, yeah, Tory, yeah, Tory and Bolden. Um, get that man in a legit number one receiver or some sort of offensive weapons. That they're they're very bare on offensive weapons. Very very bare bare. Um, the defense is not is not really as bad as it looks on paper, and. You know, you got young pieces. You know, Mosley's a beast. Uh, what's his name? Dumerville's still young. They got productive pieces on, on defense. Um, Vikings, Raiders. Now I'm looking at it. Raiders, another team. I mean, good, no idea what the hell they're going to do either. Never know which Ravens team, uh, Ra- excuse me, Raiders team you're going to get. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been, you know, fairly impressed with the Raiders this year. But every time I get on the Raiders, the Ra- Every time I get on the Raiders bus, and I'm on the bus, it's like this is why I don't ride the Raiders bus. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like every time you get on, you're like, damn yeah. it, here we go again. Like same old Raiders. And I just last week was like, hey, I know hats off to the Raiders, and I think they had. And then I get on here, and then then this happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of was there. My 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 whole thing with picking the Raiders is I wasn't quite sure about Bridgewater, and if even if he did play, if he was if he was all there because we. Felt like that he was kind of rushed through that that protocol, the um, the concussion protocol. So I was kind of unsure of him. And I thought the Raiders have been playing well. I thought Cars played well. Um, Murray's been running and Coop, you know, Crabtree. Crabtree everybody's yeah, looking no, pretty well. But at the, same, all cylinders. at the same time, so have the Vikings. The Vikings have been playing well, and they've been looking pretty good. And so is this more about the Vikings then? Vikings are seven and two. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I mean, like, is it time to pay Leading attention to the Vikings? Um, I mean, you got to. I mean, they're seven and two. I mean, Teddy's not not turning the ball over. You know, AAP's running the ball well. Um, they you know they're playing solid defense, and your quarterback is not you know giving the ball away. Don't you? Let me ask you this, and you guys. So, 
again, I know you're going to say I'm being a homer, and I called this one, but the boy Diggs, right? He comes on, and after AP, he's their most explosive player on offense, right? Okay. So you ask yourself, he was inactive the first two, maybe three weeks. They did, didn't even dress him, didn't think he was one of their best 53 people. Yes, so what were they like? So you mean to tell me in practice he just didn't look good? Or you mean to tell me that you were in these meetings watching film, watching practice? Because what he's doing now is the same thing he was doing at Maryland. Uh, he did it since, as soon as he, the Vikings gave him a shot. So it's like, you mean to tell me that when you guys came down, you decided that you had five or six receivers that you thought that you wanted to address before him? Well, the thing is, we, we, we don't know what was going on in practice. That's he, what I'm wondering. He could have yeah, been out there missing catches, not running the right routes. I mean, when you're a young guy, you got to, you gotta you know, kind of earn it a little bit. And he could have rubbed them guys the wrong way early. And – I mean, but he didn't. He didn't do much this game. Two catches, forty six yards. I mean, one, that, one catch is thirty seven yards. Yeah, he missed the first three games of the season. He leads the team in every category. Yeah, receiving yards, yeah. receptions, no, he, touchdowns. He, I mean, like he, he's an explosive player, and I think they. I think they really wanted more. Which I don't want to say. I feel like you know, Patterson is really. Oh, Cordell Patterson. I thought Patterson's really explosive, but for some reason he can't get no receiver reps. And I and I expect more than Mike Wallace also. But the, the Cordell Patterson tra- uh, train left last year. Like, I mean, they yeah. they put when they especially before AP, they they were trying to make Cordell Patterson the man. Then AP was out for the entire year, so it was like definitely let's make Cordell Patterson the man. They were trying to give this dude carries out the backfield. Yeah. Pump, I mean, every which way you could get that man the ball, they were trying to get that man the ball, and he did nothing with yeah. any of it. Like they made him the number one receiver, they made him the running back. Put him in a quarterback wildcat. They anything they possibly could. And he did nothing with any of it. He ran back a kick for him this game. <laughs> that's when that's what he's reduced to. He's, a, yeah. he's the kick returner. Um, the Vikings. I guess it's just a matter of on notice. Seven and two. Uh, your game, Slim. I'll let you go. Um, I, what I took from this guy, I feel like I feel like it's a game we definitely should have won. How many times have you said it this year as a Giants fan? <laughs> This looks like my third or fourth time. No. Too many. Yeah, I know. And but it, like, I don't know how. How do I look at that? It's like most most people probably thought that we were going to go out there and get our butt kicks. I mean, I, I I look at it as kind of a moral victory. We're still at the top of the division. I I think I think this team probably doesn't want us to go to the Super Bowl or the playoffs to have to really face us. I like I like what I'm why saying you, from Jason Pierre-Paul. Why do you feel like you guys are such a the Patriots are far and beyond the best team in the NFL. Yeah. By my, and you guys outplayed them for forty uh, for 59 minutes. Why is it that you are so up for them? I have no idea why, for some reason, it's like, I don't, we, we kind of slow down, we kind of slow down Tom Brady and what they do for some reason. I, I don't but know. You, Eli, but you can't Eli, do it to the, when you play the rest of these well, teams. The Saints, yeah, like the Saints yeah. scoring. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The Saints, exactly. the Saints go for 150 well, points. Well, well, I think, I think the difference with that is, is, they might be a little more predictable. Like the Saints is like, you like Drew might just throw to anybody. You don't know what route they going, who's they throwing to, and you know these guys. You just got to cover this certain area. You know they're going to run these little out plays, these pick plays, and they're not going to you know try you deep so much. So and I don't know maybe because Tom, I, Tom, um, coach you know under um, Brian before I believe. That you know he 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 might got some inside knowledge that we don't know about, but for some reason I feel like even though they won, we'd be having these dudes number. I mean, if, if Collins intercept that ball, mm-hmm. game's over. Mm-hmm. So no, no, no flip side of that. That's about this game. What do you make of the fact that this is the fourth, maybe even the fifth time this year you said we should have won that game? What 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 does that mean to you? Like 
X is wrong? Um, I don't know because it was different reasons. Um, for for um for some of these games, but two of them, I feel like this the first game clock management. I feel like this game it was a, a little bit of that too. When we got the ball, you know, within the ten yard line, with a little over two minutes left, and instead of running the ball, we try we try to we try to score. So we throw the Odell Beckham, which you know they took the touchdown away. What do you think of that? Um, no, nah, great, back. great defensive play. Right. I didn't think he caught. I mean, he came down with his two feet, but right. you got to control it. I thought after the first initial play, I thought the kid Butler got a lot of respect for me. Butler played. He played Odell. He played really tough. Phenomenal. Really tough. The dude yeah. had he finished the game with 113 100, yards. Yeah, 104 yards. Yeah, on yeah. the first play. Yeah, absolutely. I thought Butler played him tough. I mean, he almost got scored on again that one time. I thought it was a good throw by Eli, a good catch by Odell, good just play. a good defensive play. But me personally, I thought they should have ran the ball twice, run that clock down, then maybe try to go for the score on third down and give them give them less time. He threw the ball every down, and we gave them all that time. And then luckily. The last play, Eli did slide before he went out of bounds and, you know, was able to make them use that timeout. How about the fact that we have no idea anymore what a catch is? Like, every, every really certain things that, that you're right? like, certain things you're like, oh, that's clearly a catch, but like, no catch. That, and then I remember that Golden Tate thing when a guy gets rocked, boom, boom, like, that's certainly not a catch. He had the ball for less than a second, you know, like, touchdown catch. And he's just like, where do you, there's, it's all over the place with the feet, the catch. Yeah. And certain things, it just is like, that's a catch. I don't, you know. He had the ball, caught it, made a move, whatever. But um, yeah, they, it was it was built as I mean, there were two scenarios for the first time. You know, the Patriots played. You knew that there was a chance that the Patriots do what they do and take it out on you guys because they're tired of hearing about it. Exactly. Or the other part, which is you guys just match up with them very, very, very well, and it's almost like I don't know, Coughlin. Because mm-hmm. when you watch the Patriots, it always seems like a Bill Belichick chess match. You know what I mean? So it's not even so much about what's going on on the field as much as it's just like they completely wipe the floor with you game plan wise. Yeah. And it's almost like Coughlin seems to match him game plan yeah. for game plan. You know what I mean? So it, it's always good. It is good. It, yeah. it, 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 it was a good game. It was and I, thought they caught, I thought they caught some lucky breaks. I mean, we shutting down Gronk the whole game next to, you know, 60-yard bomb or whatever he caught, 75-yard um, bomb. But it, I, I, feel like his, I feel like his catch looked very similar to – to Beckham's. I mean, Beckham got the two guys running into each other. The yeah, safety goes yeah. for the thing, I and mean, then they but, combine, and then he pretty much walks the length of the field. And Gronkowski got – he walked the rest of the field too. Yeah, but Beckham – I mean, Beckham's was kind of off rip. Gronk – Definitely was. Gronk was like, you know, we shut him down the whole game, and then one one time he, he kind of break. But I, I feel what you're saying with that. But then also Amendola with the with the pump return. I mean, not wow. – Yeah, Amendola's. Like, Edelman, you know, was gone. Luckily, we, we got him out of there. Dude, you want to talk about – that's the – when you're watching at home, you're like, this own guy? That's the guy that every time you're in your club, your own friend is, like, hating on you. Like, yeah. dude, did you really just come and tackle me on my own touchdown? Yeah. Wow. That's the hater of the – if that's not the hater of the year award, he came from the other side of the field I and mean, just ran into him. Aside, aside from aside from them 14 points, I mean, I mean we, 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 we do – we play pretty well against them. But then they got a fourth and ten on that last drive, which killed us. You give up a fourth and ten. Then we missed the interception. I mean, you you see the springboard in you guys, like kind of another, you know, like you said, a moral victory. No, not that there's a such thing, but in terms of just like turning the corner, you look like the team is turning the corner. I thought, I thought Eli, I, I think Eli's having a really good season. Um, kind of, you know, sad that better Vic, than Peyton? Victor Cruz definitely better than Peyton. 
Did TJ get off of that ship at the last? So we were talking to A one. Did TJ get off that ship at the last possible stop? The whole he was still riding that one that that he was gonna have a better season. Love TJ. Love to hear this one now. You know it's 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 hard. You know when when we talk about Peyton, man. Well, let's go right into that one. Um, Five for four for five for twenty for four interceptions. The wheels are completely falling off of the. uh, When I when I made that prediction, that was that prediction was more about. Eli, yeah. like I expected Eli. Remember when we talked about I was thinking Eli would be around the 35, 40 range, like have a great season, and Peyton would be in the 25 to 30 range, like a slight decrease from Peyton. Yeah. I was not expecting this. And then I remember when we, we readjusted later and asked for a touchdown total, you guys, I told you I thought he'd be around. Some, I still wasn't expecting this. I, I wasn't yeah. expecting five completion games with four interceptions. No, nah, it looks bad. It, does, it doesn't even really look like like Peyton out there, no. it's kind of it's kind of hurtful to watch. I sent out a tweet during that game, and I was just like, man, this been kind of a rough year, you know, for me watching sports as far as Kobe, and <laughs> right. then you know Peyton, two of my favorite you know sports athletes ever, and um, it's rough to watch, man. I mean, Kobe doesn't look anywhere near as bad as that's Peyton. what I'm about to say. Nah, for me, he doesn't. He I, was, doesn't. I was about to say for me, Kobe looks better than Peyton. No, nah, he does. He does. But you know, just you know, just saying how you know guys just guys trying to clear him out and go one on one and get yeah. some now. When you know he got these young guys out there looking him off, taking shots, and you know he's shooting yeah. thirty, you know, something percent missing um, res- missing shots. Just doesn't look as bad as missing receivers. You know what I mean? Like missing wide open receivers and underthrown people by. I mean, some of them passes like, dude, that mm-hmm. ball went like you pulled your arm all the way back, like you was going ninety on the fl- and it was like the ball went like yeah. thirty yards, dude. Yeah, and 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 a little bit to his defense is they they sending him after Peyton. You know they yes, they should they they not block they not they not giving him a lot of time. They they're sending they're sending the dogs at him. They know, you know he can't feels, move. You know who the biggest loser in all this is Demarius Thomas. Nope. Who? Vernon. Just stayed in, could have stayed in California for all this. Vernon might as well go back to um San Francisco if this was going on. I mean, they're still seven and two, so I wouldn't go that far. No, I get that, but if Vernon's like, you made me lose, learn a new playbook for this. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go learn a whole new playbook. For this. I mean, especially now, it's like I know you. I know you thought you left Colin Kaepernick behind. Guess what? Good news. You got Oswald coming in, man. Like, wow, definitely well, not why I came well, over here for. Can can throw the ball, but if um Peyton's problems are. More due to injury, right? You know, and he right. can rest two or three weeks, and right. they can get maybe two wins, and you know he gets to the playoffs yeah. a little well, more we, rested. We hope, but, we but hope they're due to injury. But here's the yeah. thing: Peyton Manning's problems are due to injuries, right? Peyton Manning's injuries are due to his being age, old. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I mean, like that, 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 that's what happens. You know, yeah. like I remember TJ said that. What do you think is going to happen to him? He's old. He's gonna. He's never. Getting, he's gonna get. That's what happens to old people. They but get injured. My point was just that you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. You know. But here's the only thing that can happen like, is the, I, don't, I the, think the days of having Peyton Manning play back because that's such a tough sport. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I think the days of him dialing up three good games in a row, three healthy games in a row. Uh, I don't I think you will see that again, buddy. If you look back his one Super Bowl win in that um, playoff stretch, like he didn't really play that well at all. He didn't do like this. that was that was all defense and and a lot of running game. A lot of they won some of those games like. They were low scoring games. Like I think a couple of those games, he didn't even. They didn't score like twenty points. You know, and do it like this, buddy. He looks bad. No, nah, those. Trust me, I was a big Colts fan back then. Yeah, no, nah, he definitely had a lot of letdowns in those playoffs. I remember. Yeah, you switched but, teams. Hmm. You switched teams. I've I've been a Colts fan since uh, Marshall Park was there. I've always been a Colts and a Redskins fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And then when Peyton yeah, got too. there, I just it would be an every Redskins fan to have a backup. Team. Second, yeah, my second yeah, definitely move you to have a backup in your Redskins. <laughs> my second team too. I used to like the Rams, Colts. Yeah, I was a Rams fan too. Because yeah. when Marshall went yeah, from the Colts to too, yeah. yeah, so that's true. Yeah. I forgot about it. You were a big um, Rams fan. Yeah. I don't remember the Colts, but you always were. yeah. I guess because I remember you always a Rams fan. Like yeah. I said, all Redskins fans would be in your best interest to have a backup team. <laughs> um, Cardinals, Seahawks. I told you guys, Seahawks, something not right, man. And the big thing about them is the whole, the or I feel like the aura of invincibility at home is gone. It's definitely gone. I mean, this is two teams that have gone in there and and, and won, and that didn't happen before. Yeah, I mean, I mean, does that streak? I mean, it's not supposed to last forever. I mean, especially a, a division opponent who's already confident themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's a huge win for Arizona, man. Nah, it, it is. Arizona's a, a good team, man. Yeah. But is it, is it is it that big if um, Seattle's just not that good? It's a big team. Maybe, it's a big, I mean, it's a, going into Seattle is a, and coming out with a W, man, that's that's big. That's huge. Man. Yeah, that's just one's last time. That, that's big. Casa Palmer playing lights out, Larry Fitzgerald, and now you got Floyd out there, you know, playing like a star. It's, mm-hmm. Let me tell you the type of big, and just again to prove his point, like Carson Palmer, you're going into Seattle, right? You look at it fantasy-wise. I own Carson Palmer. I didn't start him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look at you look at all the things. Everybody's telling you, if you got a better option, find him. You know, daily. Don't do Larry Fitzgerald this week. People who own Chris Johnson, they're not starting him this week. And they said, they went out there and said, nah. We we went up in 39 points on Seattle in Seattle. You know, like, that's a statement. Like, no, like, don't bench us anywhere. Like, we're going anywhere, and this is what we're doing. We're putting up points. Like, you wouldn't bench Tom Brady going into Seattle, you know. So, And it's like, yo, don't bench me either. Like, we're no, we're legit. We're putting up 39 points in Seattle, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. So, it it is a statement game in that sense. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and you don't don't want to use fantasy as if that matters in real life, but it's that measuring stick is that, like, yo, I'm Carson Palmer. We're We're the Arizona Cardinals, and we do what we do. It's not dependent on opponent you know mm-hmm. and that's why i think it's a big win yeah i mean seattle's looking like kind of like rousey right now when you get too cocky you think you're never gonna lose at home and you think guys are just automatically scared of you mm-hmm. and there's really not the case no more they see they seeing you get knocked down now and guys don't keep coming uh texans at Bengals. the andy dalton weird game definitely weird here with J.J. Watt said after the game? Yeah, he's talking about the, the Red Rider or something. Red, red Rifle turned to look like a pellet gun, like a uh, BB gun. That's surprising. That's surprising from J.J. Yeah. Um, he usually, you know, is is you know takes the high roll. Um, I, I wonder if there's the something there. The comeback. You saw that? No, nah, I didn't see the comeback. He was just like, I'm just kind of just, he's like, he's a great player and, and the face of this league and just disappointed in him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, and, I don't and know why he would do that. that it, it's like, surprising to me too. I wonder if there's something there. Is is he don't like um you know, like losing? Andy or you don't like losing? <laughs> but, tired of losing. But you can't you can't solely you can't you know make you go at Andy Dalton for that. Yeah, Andy Dalton nah, didn't do anything to nah, him. Maybe he has him on his fantasy team and he's tired <laughs> of him sucking. Maybe 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 that's what it was. I don't know. He definitely he definitely uh. That was kind of surprising to hear J.J. Watt say that. Like, I mean, you've never heard him say anything about right. anybody else before. And on top of it, he didn't even have, like, his signature game where he, like, balled out or anything. He didn't do anything spectacular. He had one sack. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything uh, spectacular. Um, let's go ahead and get into these games. 
pull up the uh what's the uh what is it pulling my smile? Oh the games or yeah. Yeah. Right. we're going into week eleven now. Yep. Yeah. No, your internet's a little slow, so it's loading up. I thought it was just this computer. <laughs> Probably because it's eight thousand things. Uh, but I, I just, I just got a a a word that there could have possibly, poss- possibly been a a little beef between them in college or something. Who? Um, JJ Andy. and Andy. JJ Maybe went we got to we got to look into that. JJ went to Wisconsin, right? So yeah. he came out of Wisconsin. Yeah. Where was Andy Dalton at? Um, I'm not sure where Andy Dalton was. Inside information. Yeah, we got. That makes I got, sense. Got to look into that. That makes sense. It looked like it was something. It definitely didn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah, because that because like, they didn't even ask him about Andy Dalton. They asked him about something else, and that was his response. Was you know like we made Andy Dalton look like a pellet gun, the red rifle look like a pellet gun, or a BB gun. I'm like, hey, JJ, really? <laughs> that definitely came from somewhere. Their first <laughs> laws of the year. I mean, shoot, they, 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 they made him say something. Do you still ain't get it? Internet ain't that slow, is it? I got the games right here. Okay. You still ain't get it slow? No, I still ain't um, ain't, ain't get it to pull Yeah, your up. joint is like, your your internet is like. Too many things going on. He went to TCU. So maybe, maybe it was something there. Must have been something, obviously. Yeah. Maybe they uh swiped, came across and swiped the same thing or something like that. You know? <laughs> 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 it was on the same website or something like that. Oh, yeah. Lines, yeah. Oh, is it Thursday? Oh, that says my teams. What's the Thursday night game? Oh, that says my. I thought it was. I thought that's why I thought it was the Thursday night game. Titans to Jaguars. Titans to Jaguars. Jesus, that's a Thursday night game. Yeah, man. Oh man. Titans at Jaguars. Thursday night ain't no marquee matchup. Not like that. Titans Jaguars though. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. Yeah. I mean, you got to think. <laughs> all last year, the worst game of the week. <laughs> all last year, they were complaining about how bad the Thursday night lineups were. Though. It hasn't those, been. It hasn't been this bad though. Yeah, that's probably the worst game of the entire week, and you and. You're gonna have that as the only game on television. I can't All wait to see right, ratings well, for that one. I got it. Um, well, sheesh. It's in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's in Jacksonville. Hmm. I still go with the Titans. I'll take. I'll take Jacksonville. I'll take Jacksonville. Yeah, Why? I'll, um, I mean, they they, they just coming off a, a a win. Um, didn't they? Then they yeah. just yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um. Like we said, I mean. So you got them winning two in a row. <laughs> yeah, positive. I mean, at home against the Titans. I mean, what other game are we going to pick <laughs> right. them to win? I mean, and then we talked about their receivers. Their receivers mm-hmm. both has has been getting an end zone. Mm-hmm. So I I, I, I mean, Bortles has been playing pretty good. So You're right. You know what? Way. I'll go with the Jaguars. Bortles has been playing good. You're right. Bortles has been playing pretty good, and the Titans are two and seven. You're right. Okay, the Raiders at the Lions. Raiders at the Lions? Yes. Hmm. I go with the Raiders. They looked bad last week. I think they're a yeah. one week one week good, one week bad sort of team. Yeah, they and they definitely had bad week. last week. And the I Lions, don't got the Lions winning two in a row. The Lions beat. beat or, but are Green we are we Bay. making that about the Lions or are we making that about Green Bay? Lions. I'm making that about Green Bay. Because I, I, what I saw when I watched the Lions was the typical Lions trying to give that game away yeah. like they do. Right, right. Um, I'm making that the Raiders. Give yeah. me the Raiders. Yeah, I'll take the Raiders too. Colts at Falcons. Hmm. Interesting. What, at what, the Falcons? I'll go with the Falcons. Like what Colts team do we see? Do we see the Colts that, that beat Denver? Uh what what a Falcons team do we see? The the Falcons that started Falcons off on fraud. fire. 
or the Falcons that, you know, loses. I was watching PTI yesterday, and they asked Tony, you know, Wilbon said, what about the Falcons? They, they've got six wins. And Tony said, yeah, but they got them in the first two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, that's how it feels. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got all six wins in the first two weeks and haven't done anything since. And I'm like, yeah, I feel you, Tony. It's not mathematically possible, but that's certainly how it feels like 100 years ago that the Falcons were 6-0. Right. and oh. They both coming off a bye. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Falcons, too. It's in, a, it's in Atlanta, right? It's in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, but, but I can see the Colts winning this game, but we just with, don't know. With Hasselbeck? Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're Hasselbeck absolutely two, right. But Hasselback yeah, hasn't yeah. lost this year. Yeah, he did the Texans and like maybe the Titans or something like that. Somebody equally, or maybe yeah. I think it was the Texans and Jacksonville or something like that. Yeah, right. If Andrew Luck was playing, I'd, I'd have picked. I definitely would have picked Atlanta. Right, right. Because I, yeah. I felt like in that Denver game, they finally started moving in the right direction. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, that's a big thing. Andrew Luck, uh, Matt Hasselback in Atlanta. I mean, but you know, doesn't all this year they look better with Hasselback. Yeah. But. Colts, not Colts. Rams at Ravens. Who you taking? So y'all both got. I'm taking. Take I'm taking. I'm taking Atlanta too. Go ahead. What's the next one? Rams at Ravens. Huh. <laughs> right. At Ravens. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Because I, I know you like you said. I have no idea what Rams team we're gonna get. Give. give I live in a Ravens house, so give me a Ravens. <laughs> Mm-mm. I can see even one of these teams losing this game and neither one of them winning. Yeah, I, I, I because the Ravens are bad. And I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, but I, I feel like the Ravens have they they do have a fight of a <laughs> side note. Those um Ray Lewis, whoever that dude is, the fake Ray Lewis out there doing those um those videos. I didn't I didn't see it. You haven't seen any the one no. about trick or treating, the one no. about Ronda Rousey. No, you seen him anyone? We gotta watch him at the show. The dude, the dude has a spot on Ray Lewis. Um impersonation. Those things are incredible. So you did say that um Foles got benched, huh? Yeah, Foles got benched. Hmm. Yeah, I, for, I, I forgot. Yeah, I gotta go, I gotta go to Ravens, Ravens yeah. Because I didn't even heard of the guy you got benched for. Yeah. It's Tampa Bay at Philly. <laughs> um, I, think, I don't think we've won one of these. Um, Oh, no, we beat the Cowboys. I was about to say, I don't think we beat any of these uh NFC East teams. We beat the Cowboys. Um, are we going to go into Philly and win? Sure, why not? You'll take that. I'll take that. Sanchez. I, I, I want you guys to go in Philly and win, but I I, I don't uh, feel good about it. If uh, it wasn't my team, I wouldn't pick them. I feel like Philly has to win this game. This can't. They don't. They, Definitely don't. No, I don't want them to. <laughs> Trust me, I don't want Definitely them to. Don't have to win, bro. I don't want them to. But they this just want to be just fine. This can't be a game, Philly. And when they when they trying to fight yeah, fight for a division, we we got to buy. You know, we're at the top of the division. But that's what everybody's been saying about the Cowboys. They. Fighting, you know, to, to, until Romo comes back and they keep losing. Yeah, they but they're without losing. Romo. They, these dudes got their team. Yeah. Um, give me Philly, man. Give me Philly. I'll take Tampa. I feel <laughs> good about it, but I'll take Tampa. Broncos at the Bears. Do, do you have any faith in Osweiler or whatever? What's his name? Yeah, I got a little faith in him. What is his name? Osweiler. Oh, Osweiler, yeah. Okay. I'll take I'll, I'll take the Bears. I'll, I'll I'll take the Broncos. I need to I need to go different, you know. So you can get further behind. <laughs> Try to make up on some of these games. <laughs> See, that's how you do too much thinking instead of yeah. just picking what you want, man. You out here. Nah, I mean, I, I still board. I still feel like, but I'm, this 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 might be a game where I gotta I gotta send a text message in because I gotta see. <laughs> no, Talib just was suspended, so Talib isn't hurt. So no, Talib Talib will be back. I gotta see Demarcus where is. I know Peyton's not playing, so it's just gonna be about. I'm picking the Broncos, but it's just going to be about if DeMarcus wear back when Tlaib is back. 
So what, they still got a defense what that's happens if, elite. If, if Brock, whatever the hell his name is, Lesnar, goes out here and looks good <laughs> in these two in these two or three games, and they and they win, and then Peyton's like, "I'm ready to go, Coach." You got to roll. With, you probably got to roll with with, with um Oswald, especially with that defense. Yeah, you yeah. got to stay with the hot hand in that one. Mm, how terrible would that be? It's really terrible. That would be like, wow, that'd be tough. Jets yeah. at Texans. Jets at Texans. I mean, Texans looked good last night. I don't really know what we saw with that. I mean, scored ten points. defensively. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'll take the Jets. I'm, you're, you're absolutely right. He scored ten points. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take the Jets too. Redskins at Panthers. We can't afford for the Redskins to win. <laughs> they, they literally might burn this city down <laughs> if they were to beat the Panthers. It's they like, may not win another game of the year, and and they would they would the Redskins fans would think that yeah. he would definitely be a hundred million dollar man before the plane landed. Yeah, there'd be a parade waiting for him. I don't think so. What? I think the I think the people in charge of that decision are, are taking a let's wait and play the season out and see what happens. They're not going for this because uh, they they haven't been on board with this dude, so they're, they're not going for this when one or two games convincingly and we're just gonna you know so a lot of the fans will give the fans will come out of their pocket and give them a hundred million dollars for themselves true. yeah I wouldn't I'll take I'm taking the Panthers I'm definitely taking the Panthers you were definitely taking the Saints last week too weren't you no definitely not definitely <laughs> yeah. no, I thought it was gonna be a shootout I, I was expecting every bit of the 47 points I was just expecting the Saints to match you yeah, yeah. The, the Saints just didn't uh, join come to the shootout Cowboys at Dolphins Romo is back I wonder, like, does he just come back and just, like, pick up right where you left off? I, I mean, think so. Is, is it just like that? I think so. <laughs> he, are, like, you yeah. sure he's, are you sure he's uh, back Oh, no, he's game? definitely starting. Hey, Ben said that. Oh, okay. He's definitely starting. Can't afford to sit and watch anymore. Yeah. Any more bad football. Um, okay. I mean, because I heard he was starting, too, but you never know what happens during the course of the week. I'm, I'm saying right now, if Romo play, I like Dallas. If he doesn't, I like Miami. I think it's. I think the, if Romo comes back, that uh, that that's huge. Give me, give me Romo. I think it's yeah. a big, a big, uh, big day. The only thing, it's it's not at home. If it was at home, I think that the you know Romo, Dez, Greg Hardy, everybody there, it'd just be like, you know, let's go, let's go get this. And I mean, and they're three games. What are they two? Two games up? Three games up? Yep. They talked about. They was talking about. They should cut Greg Hardy and all that. Like, please do. But that's actually, <laughs> actually, I know Tom Coughlin don't even play them games, so he, right. he would never come. As much as we need that pass rush, Tom Tom don't play them games. He's missing meetings and all that. Nah. You got to be five minutes early. If Artie would just shut up. Yeah. And, and like, because winning cures everything and good play and just being quiet, it's, it's like he just he just won't shut up. Yeah. Yeah, it's working very well for uh for a lot of people. For Minnesota um, running back, um, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just absolutely. keep your mouth shut and play football. Yeah. Chiefs at Chargers. Hmm. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah. Chargers are, are very bad, bad without, under, without under the radar, without anybody talking about them. Yeah. All of a sudden, out of the blue, there's been all this Phillip Rivers um, Hall of Fame talk, which is, I don't understand even where it's coming from. One, he's not retiring. And B, like, he hasn't even done anything. Yeah. Like, he's racked up a lot of stats. Yeah. But I... I that's just really random. I think one. I think it was somebody came out and made a comment and said that he was a Hall of Fame quarterback, and everybody, for a guy whose career is not even close to done and hasn't really done anything other than rack up a lot of numbers and a lot of starts 
I'm not sure why that topic's even out. Yeah, right I didn't now. even hear it. That's yeah. I won't even entertain that. <laughs> right. Packers at I'm sorry, I'm going. taking the Chiefs. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know if you said did you say I was taking the Chiefs. Oh no, I'm taking the Chiefs too. Okay. Yeah. Packers at Vikings. That's a good there's a good one here, right? Yeah, it is a good one. If the Packers lose that, it'll be four in a row. Yeah. And it's, then it's more than panic button time. Yeah. Yeah. And we 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 just said we think the Vikings are for real. So if they're yeah. for real, then they should get this, right? I mean, so right now we have the team that is we think is railing, is, is going backwards. Yeah. And we got to the team that we think is going forward. So here's where you really decide what you really believe. Yeah, I'm not ready to pull the trigger on that yet. I mean, I feel like I feel like this game is a game that the Packers know that they got to have. They can't lose four in a row. I feel like if the Vikings lose, uh, so what? Right. Seven and three, and they can, they'll still. They'll you be know, tied. Yeah. They'll, they'll be okay. But at the same time, I'm sure they both want to win. But I'm, I'm a believer in Aaron Rodgers. So it's, it's not a lot of, it's not a lot of me picking against him, even though I, they, they look, they look really bad last week. But I'm, I'm going to pick Green Bay. I agree with everything you just said. And I think it's a new kid on the block. So give me the Vikings. Okay. At home. Only because they're at home. Yeah. I think it's a new kid in the block. And sometimes you want the ability to come to town so you can show them, you know, show Big Brother what, you, what, you, what you've been working on. Definitely. It, it can be that. It can be that. But, I mean, it's still – it's still. I think it's still Aaron's, Aaron's – I, The thing yeah. is, I, I, I agree with you. And up to two seconds ago, I was about to pick the Packers. But then I was just yeah. thinking in my head, like – I think the fact that they're at home, and I think they want to show them something. No, no question. I, Minnesota can definitely win this game. They've been playing well. 49ers at Seahawks. 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 Bengals at Cardinals. Good one. Good one. Yeah. 7 2 8 1. Yeah. At Arizona. At Arizona. Give me Arizona. Oh, prime time again, too? Yeah. It's a Sunday night Sunday game. Sunday night, yeah. Woo. And don't know like that. That's back to back prime time games? Yep. Give me Arizona. Give me Arizona. In Arizona, too. Then, then do you kind of? I wonder what the narrative becomes then. If you win eight in a row and then you lose two in a row, start to. I mean, the, losing to Texans really make no sense. Right. Losing at home to the Cardinals. That's not a big deal. You should. Right. Losing to Texans. Yeah. At your crib, that's not. A good scoring deal. six points. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah. very troubling. Scoring six. That's very, very <laughs> right. like more than a loss. Scoring six points. Like if right. I had won six three, I still would right. be like, yo, what's what's up with the six points? Yeah. Bills at Patriots. How bad was the first one? They beat they beat the Brakes off. The they beat them. They beat them. They beat them pretty good. It wasn't. They beat them pretty good. They, they end up pulling away and yeah. I I think it's now nah, as TJ always says, big win, big let. I mean, I, Patriots are probably immune to that. But yeah. sooner or later, I think if if I'm a Patriots fan, which I'm not, I'd like to get this loss out the way. We've already done the sixteen and zero thing. Definitely, definitely want to get that. I, I feel if they would have lost to us, maybe not to us because. Because people always talking about you know how we right, got right, their right. number, but definitely want to get that loss out, out the way. way. Right? Yeah. They, I mean, if I'm a Patriots fan, I already seen the 16-0 narrative, and that like I'm good on it. Like, thanks, you know. <laughs> like yeah. I would, and, and I'd like to get that loss out the way, especially when it starts getting to every game gets closer and closer yeah. and closer to you. Just be like, uh, it's coming. I don't know if that loss is, is going to be. I don't think it's going to be the Bills. I have to look at this. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be at home either. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like last week's game though was. Was very draining. Yeah, it, it was a road yeah. game. It was they needed to come down, like you said, the, the dropped interception chain. So I mean, you can't mm-hmm. even. You're kind of thinking to yourself, you're the Patriots, like man, we probably should have lost that game. And we got, I got a, I think, 
I gotta find out Edelman's status too. He's not Edelman's out. He just had surgery. He's out. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, surgery yesterday. That's huge, man. That that you think so? Yeah. I mean, mean, obviously it is. He's the number one receiver. And again, here's the no Lewis, no Edelman. Right. So what other what other quarterback will we be having that conversation with? Where if the guy lost his number one running back and his number one receiver, and we're just acting like it's nothing. See, but the thing is, I think their number one running back and their number one receiver. Really aren't that good. They're just good for that team. Exactly, one hundred percent. You're absolutely right. The number one running back wasn't even in the NFL last year. Right. So, and Edelman. If Edelman was to hit the waiver wire, I don't think there's anybody out there saying we need Edelman as our number one receiver. Absolutely. So, so, but uh, I think that does limit limit some of the things that they, some of the mismatches that they like to create, and you know what, and with Rex being so familiar with these guys and always you know playing them well, that that kind of you know hampers them a little bit. I agree. I still, I still can't, I still can't have them losing at home. I don't. I think they can just go pick up a guy from a local gym and turn <laughs> and turn him into a you know a star receiver or something. I, I agree with you, bro. I, I I definitely agree with you. I think you move. And I'll be interested. I guess they have LaFell. He's back. I don't know if they make him the one or they. I, I, they probably just move Amendola over. I tell you this. I'm I'm pursuing Ed, uh, Amendola in every fantasy league. I can't. I, yeah. I think he slides in and. You know, it gets as much work as he can handle. Yeah. and Got um, a big 4th and 10 against us. Yeah, and then you just keep feeding uh, Blunt. Yeah. And and then you got Tom Brady. Patriots for me. Yeah, I'll take the Patriots. Anything anybody say before we get up out of here? Um, Nah, man. Anything? A1? Anything? Got this fight coming up. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you yeah. say about that? Yeah. Either, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and watch the um all three of them. Is it 24-7? The three of them? I only seen one of them. I don't they always do three? Yeah, they they usually. I think they was gonna do two, because oh, really? because I think the first one was like two weeks ago. I didn't see one for this weekend though. I didn't. I had. I thought I had them recorded. I'm thinking maybe I just recorded the one, but I need I need to see that. Generally, one. it's it's four, right? It's like one, two, three. Well, Floyd is like the last. Is well, the last one? Is the day of the fight or whatever? Yeah, sort of thing. yeah. But they, I mean, that's Floyd. You know, he okay. he's a little different. Got you. He's the only ones I've ever uh I've ever seen before. Yeah. It's the Floyd ones. So what do you what what do you guys give me that? What you got to say? Anyone, what you think? For me right now, it's a pick em because... So then pick one. No, it's like, I, I can't even... It's like two great fighters, so... I mean, I might go with Canelo just because he's younger, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I can't say definitively that, like, I expect anybody to go out there and get beat up or anything, or outclassed, you know? You like, I feel like Cotto's too much of a warrior for that, you know? Um, I, I Just just a pick em for me. I wouldn't be shocked for either one of them. I don't see anybody getting knocked out. Really? Um, no. So you suspect the twelve round slugfest? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. must see must see TV. Now. Yeah, absolutely, definitely must see TV. Absolutely. Definitely the fight of the year. Yeah. Um, for me, I love both of these fighters. Um, definitely always been a huge Cotto fan, huge Canelo fan. I don't I don't really know how to pick this one either. My only my only thing is, what what Cotto he's fighting. I think Canelo is just a bigger fighter. He's fighting. He got a belt in this division where he's not. He's not really in this division. He for 160. His last fight, they fighting at 160. And he comes. He weighs in at 153. Whoa. Right, and you know you got these guys. They killing themselves trying to get the 160. Yeah, you know, and and Canelo, you know, he's he's a bigger guy, and he's you know his last fight, you know, with Kirkland, you know, another big guy with all this power. And Canelo absolutely destroyed him because he just had that much more power. 
and Cotto, but Cotto's just a better boxer, a better fighter, and he's been looking great now that he's been with um with Freddie Roach. And Roach. How many losses they got? Um, they they only been together for the last no, two fights. No, I'm talking about each each one of these fighters. Canelo has won. I think. Yeah, Canelo oh, lost. Canelo only lost to Floyd oh, and um, Cotto. Cotto lost to oh, Floyd, Manny, and um, Margarita. Yeah. Yeah, and the first one was he was he was cheated. Yeah, because the, the plaster and his gloves yeah. and all that, and the other ones two of the best fighters and right. ever. Right, right, right. But he's been looking better. So um, I don't know, man. I, the, you the, said this if you one, had to go, you would go with Canelo. If I had, if you could go, put a gun to my head, I'd pick Canelo. And you said, and you, I, I I'm trying to get around too because I don't know because I think I think Canelo is just a you no know, a dangerous puncher and, and just a bigger guy. But I think Cotto's a warrior. Cotto's tough. Cotto can can really box. I really didn't want this fight to happen because because <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah, because like I much I like both of yeah, these guys. I don't know if you guys ever were like into wrestling, but when Hulk Hogan <laughs> fought the Ultimate Warrior, right, 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 like, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, that's kind of what it's like. It's like you kind of don't even know who to. It's random, but you don't know who to root for. You and know? it's like, it's like Santa versus the Easter Bunny. And it's like Cotto okay, so never watched wrestling when you were a kid. Cotto already Hall of Fame. All the, Cotto already Hall of Fame. Canelo's trying to get I'll edit there. that out, all right? <laughs> yeah, please, yo. Um, I don't know how to pick him, man. Let me, let me, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. Cotto on this one. Cotto. That's just an emotional pick. Yeah, that's but hard both hard. of these guys are, are really good fighters. I think it's going to be a, a hell of a fight. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Because these are the ones you got. See, I'm just sitting here as a casual fan, and you guys are telling me it's going to be the, you know, this is the, the fight. This is what I need to see. So I'm, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be watching. And I hope they entertain me. These guys ain't running. Yeah. These guys ain't running. You ain't got to yeah, worry about yeah. that. Am I going to yeah. see any knockdowns? You could. It will. It will. Probably not. I'm emotionally involved in this. But I'd be I'd be really upset to see Either one that boy knock, knock Cotto down. Or, or Canelo. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather Canelo lose than, than, than Cotto. You know, Cotto is just the most humble. Like, he's just a fighter's fighter. And and Canelo's humble too, but Canelo's a little more Hollywood than Cotto is. And he's young. He got and time. we got the, the the Puerto Rican versus the um Mexican angle. Yeah, so yeah. that's gonna be interesting. For, for, from Jay Z is betting Oscar De La Hoya a hundred thousand on Cotto. Jay Z's going with Cotto? Yeah. Is he a rock nation athlete or something? Cotto Cotto is fought a lot out of New York. Where's the fight at? In Vegas? Or in- I believe it was in Vegas. I don't know. Why was why was that fight in Australia? And her fight before that was in somewhere else too. No idea. It's probably money know. out there. They probably don't. They probably can't. Probably just trying to trying to build the brand, I guess. Yeah. You know, because UFC is still relatively young. So, I mean, but is it more popular in Australia than it is in America? Uh, I wouldn't say that. No, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe they're trying to build the brand. You know, the same way the NFL has games in um, the UK. Yeah, to... I think they should. Yeah, but the NFL is here, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it's like you get their home base already taken care of. Like, yeah. if this is UFC's biggest fight, which it was, you should probably do it here. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's worry about getting, getting, getting the U.S. market cornered before we start worrying about. Now, I don't know if they was going to pack a fight where they, where people probably thought it was only going to last thirty seconds. Yeah, they got to pack an arena. Arenas, uh, those Vegas things are casinos. It's five thousand people. Yeah. Certainly would have done that. They don't have no problem filling up five thousand. I wouldn't have went. I mean, I definitely, I wouldn't. Even, you know, I buy every fight. I right, wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay for that at all. But one, because you don't watch UFC, and then two, I'm sure yeah. you wasn't expecting to even last no point in time. Right, and you could have like gave me free tickets. I <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the show. Make sure you go uh, download it on iTunes. Listen on TuneIn. 
Deadpool and all that good stuff. Um, we will see you next week. And if you haven't listened to the NBA preview show, go back and listen to that too. That was a good show. All right, TJ, see you next week. Uh, everybody, make sure you uh, come back next week. Later.